Hello everyone, welcome to the Computer Game Show. I'm not David Turner, I'm Sean Bell, and I'm joined by Matthew Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. Um, Dave's Paulie. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't think any of us are 100%, are we? I think we're all <laughs> no. either knackered or ill or something. Um, but yeah, Dave has officially written himself off this week. That sounds like he's had a accident or something. <laughs> he hasn't, not as far as I'm aware. Uh, no. no, he signed he's, himself he's a off, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah he is right off. Um, put him in the scrap heap, mate. That's all he's good for, recycle him. Do you know what I mean? He's basically a mini metro that you kind of you know, reverse into a lamppost and it's a yeah. tiny dent, but also that's enough to... That's it. Yeah, it's no Chassis point. You can't, get the, you can't get the parts anymore. You know what I mean? No, you really can't. It's, you um, know, yeah, 50 quid scrap heap and then start again. More, yeah. more than it's worth. You know, exactly. Just, you know, yeah. Exactly. Thank you so much to our Patreon producers for this month. We've got Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Happy Birthday Sam and Neil, Gabsy Wabsy, Rocketman76, Wrecked Reese, Happy New Year Sam, Love from Neil, Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, Sensible Steve Garrett, Lloydie B93, Smooth Monk. Is it right? Hang on. Is it Monkey or Monk? No, it's definitely Monkey. I've got it's a monkey. huge monkey. apology to make. Well, we'll <laughs> let's do the list then. We'll do an apology after that. Um, Farley Sexy Fan. And a new page, new patron producer. Happy Mother's Day, Sam. Love from Doctor Farley's sexy fan. I can't believe this is getting a bit. That. It's getting a bit meta now. Unbelievable. <laughs> but thank you for going. I mean, that's gonna get so confusing when other people change their names, and then this person will have to change their name. But yeah, absolutely incredible work. But yeah, on on the Smooth Monkey front, so I've got a huge yes. apology to make to Smooth Monkey. So. <laughs> Um, they they became a Full Nails member about four weeks ago, mm. and it was read out Smooth Monkey. That's correct. And then in the weeks uh, since then, I removed. Uh, I wrote must have wrote like new Full Nails in our document that we used to read out during the show. And when mm. I deleted that, I must have also deleted the Y. And so David has been saying <laughs> Smooth Monkey for the last two weeks. Not his own fault. Absolutely mine. So huge apology, Smooth Monkey. It was. I mean, yeah, r- very poor Google Doc editing. I mean, if you want a refund, we'd understand, but uh, please don't ask for one. Um, yeah, they all went full Nelson by going to patreon.com forward slash dear TCGS. Patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Um, there's different tiers. We do, we're, we're, we're getting into a new month. When you listen to this, if you listen to it on the day it comes out, just wait till the 1st of April because we don't want you to get charged twice. Um, but we, yeah, obviously every month we do a bonus show. And then if you're at the, whatever it is, the 850 plus taxes tier, we do a live video thing as well. And we're going to do something different next month, aren't we? And I'm quite yeah, excited we're gonna mix it about up. it. As much as we've yeah. enjoyed the, the various talks overs and stuff, I feel like we need... A refresh of that. So yes, we're going to start uh, doing something new. Are we? Are we? I mean, are we ready to talk about that? Or are we... is this the thing? Okay, is this? I'm not saying this is my idea, but was this? Is this a, <laughs> an extension of what what we talked about? It, should we just? Yes. Should we just talk about it? I think that's that's all right. Yeah, let's talk it? about it. Well, doing it. So basically, well, I think so. I think April's one is going to be the VR fishing stream. However, we've also talked about doing like an ongoing tournament between the four of us, haven't we? Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. We're not yet sure if the fishing stream is part of that, or if the fishing stream is just going to be like an hour and a half of just us having a nice time fishing, just having a lovely um, casual fish. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're still we're trying to work out the logistics of how we do like a multiplayer stream um, mm. properly, so you can see what we're doing and whatnot. But that yeah. that's that's the that's a rough plan at the moment. Obviously, things may change, but 
Yeah, we're going to yeah, make I'm, I'm a really bit. looking forward to doing that. I think it's going to be really fun. Oh, I can't wait to do some VR fishing and the yeah, other man. stuff that we've hopefully got planned as well. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, feedback. I mean, I wasn't here last week. I don't really have much to say. I was quite here. I want to read all these notes, all these notes you've probably taken. <laughs> well, there was two things. I was uh, amused by Dave not realising he could just make his own drinks at home. That was weird. Um, well, yeah, yeah I mean, you can, but thing. like, you know, getting a professional to do it is a little bit different than you just like throwing no, loads mate, of alcohol you can just, like, you can just You can learn how to do cocktails properly at home. During lockdown, New, I mean, obviously, I, you know, I don't drink, but New does. And yeah, so she just got a load of like stuff, a load of kit. And we just, yeah, just made, made cocktails. Obviously, it was weird because obviously we were both making them, but she had to drink them all. So they'd be like, you'd open the <laughs> fridge and there'd be like three like vodka martinis still just sitting there waiting to be drunk. But, Mate, well, you know, did she have like a, a full time. set where she was like shaking, you know, like, with like the, sil- the silver cylinders? Yeah, 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 and... we've got the, yeah, we've got the shaker and everything. It's, oh, yeah, nice. It's, good. It's, nice. it's just a fun thing to do. You make whatever you want. It's fine. Um, the other thing is, I was amazed we didn't have any feedback on the fridge that comes really loudly. <laughs> Me no too. One, I mean, <laughs> no one said... I mean, obviously on the show, like everyone laughed. Um, I mean, I, I assume you misspoke, yeah? That wasn't... Yeah, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so at the time, when Dave was like, what? Or Dave and Sean, well, I mean, Evan both said that. Evan said that. But um, yeah, I thought, no, I just said hums. But listening back, it was it was comms. Comms. <laughs> and um, yeah. Really loudly. When I was doing yeah. the edit, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So I was so convinced. Oh, no, I just said hums at the time, David. But when I said no, the fridge car hums really loudly. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. See, I've got to admit, I... I missed that when you said that, Matt. I didn't hear it either, like at the time. But then, yeah, listening back, I mean, I made Chen listen to it, and she she was couldn't stop laughing. She thought it was oh, hilarious. No. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I did not let Jill listen to that bit. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I didn't get a single bit of feedback either. But um, yeah, that was that's really good. weird. Nobody uh, yeah. noticed it. Um, before we get on to listener feedback, we should also say we have released some extra tickets for TCGS Con. Um, so we have, and they've all, and they've already started flying out. So I can't what, believe about, it. There's about <laughs> what, 30, 30 left. Is that right? About yeah, just on the thirty uh, at yeah. the time. Well, actually, as of Sunday, just gone. So uh, who knows how many by the time this shows out? But um, yeah, I thought <laughs> okay, release some extra tickets, sell maybe five. But mm-hmm. yeah. We sold a bit more now, so we've had less than thirty remaining now, and this is our last batch. We can't add any more. So if you want to go on July 2nd, which is when the uh, then TCGS Con in Sheffield is happening, four hours have been ring-fenced, shall we say, for Laser Quest. If you don't want to do four <laughs> hours of Laser Quest, there are other cool things you can do at the uh, Laser Quest venue. After mm-hmm. that, we have an hour break. Then a live show at Meltdown Gaming Bar in Sheffield, just literally around the corner. And then drinks and games um, from, I don't know, eight till late. Uh, that's all happening on Saturday, the 2nd of July in Sheffield. So... If you want to get one of those last few tickets, go to tcgs.co slash tcgscom. Yeah, I mean, I, I keep forgetting there's like loads of other stuff to do at the Laser Quest place. There's a, a very strong chance that I'll do like a bit of Laser Quest and then after that you'll find me at the mini golf, mate. It looks proper you know, good. I thought you were going to say mini bar, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pay, pay you 15 quid and you get to see me have my first drink in public. Oh my <laughs> see God. How that, see how that goes. <laughs> Um, no, no, yes, this is all right. The golf, and then there's the the VR escape room stuff, which we all need to do together because I think that would be really funny. 
Yeah, VR game rooms, um, golf. There's consoles. Um, oh, no, sorry, the console stuff are at the uh, at the gaming bar. But yeah, there's, there's a whole, yeah, there's loads of stuff to do if you don't want to do four hours of laser quest. And honestly, in my current shape, I'm not sure I can handle four uh, four hours of laser quest. But we'll, <laughs> we we'll have um, we've not we've not talked about this yet, I mean, and I will I will keep it very vague. But we've started working on a few bits. Just to, just oh, yes, to give give the laser quest a bit of flavour. Do you know what I mean? Bit of spice. Bit of oomph, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's um, it's creeping <laughs> up, and and yeah, I, I can't I just can't believe we've sold the, this many tickets. So uh, yeah, but if you are listening and you want to go, then get over to the website Sharpish before they all go. Hundred percent. Right. What's the uh, feedback from the listeners anyway? Yeah, so Mock Turtle Soup has messaged, I watched Sean's Pokemon stream on Thursday and was thoroughly enjoying it for the hour or so I was in chat, reveling in the highs and lows of seeing Sean's 12-year-old sprite self-chasing some far-fetched through a forest <laughs> to help out a distressed assistant before it had to bow out. Come Friday morning, I decided to watch the remainder of the stream on YouTube and was shocked to learn of the tragic passing of both Dr. Farley and Nigel. <laughs> Sean has still has his namesake in the party, but following the brutal slaying of Zumat and now Dr. Farley PhD, how long will it be before Dave has a Pokemon named after him, only for, to see it get one shot before getting a turn in? The emotional trauma is almost too much to handle. Yeah, it's uh, it's not been going well on the old uh, the old Nuzlocke streams. Um, so yeah, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I just got in a fight with like a child in the you know just in the middle of nowhere. Someone um, clipped this. And, uh, in the game, I mean. <laughs> and um, yeah, and just for whatever reason, they just absolutely flattened two of my Pokemon, one of them being Dr. Farley, who was a, a drowsy, um, who literally hadn't even been in a fight yet. Um, and he just got taken out in one hit, and it was very sad. Um, <laughs> so, any any yeah. reason why you chose a drowsy for me, Sean? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was just, I couldn't think of like a, I've been trying to do like pun names where possible, and then if we fail to do a pun name, that you know, that's how you end up with Nigel, for example. Um, and yeah, someone suggested Doctor Farley, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, that's will <laughs> do." Perfect, absolutely perfect. Um, and then yeah, and then this week, um, or you know, week just gone. Um, I think the ROM I'm using is like corrupted or something. Um, you, hang on, so, no, you mean you mean the legal backup that you're you're using? No, look, I've been very clear about this. <laughs> I am I am playing it via a ROM, but. I do own the game in real life, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, I think the the ROM I've used is buggered because it just every time I like walk into a new room, all the sprites are fucked, and there's like, or the the level just doesn't appear or whatever. It's probably fixable, but I'm sort of thinking it's maybe it's sort of run its course. I don't think there's a, there's much chance for recovery without doing like a shitload of grinding at this point. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm not streaming this week anyway because Thursday's my birthday, but I think the Nuzlocke stuff might be dead. Well, how much more in the game would you have to go to get the game finished? Well, I'm, I've only got like two badges and I've been doing... How many weeks have I been doing it? Like six weeks now, I think? Done uh, six episodes of it? Yeah, I think... It was, no, part eight, part eight went live last week, so eight, yeah. Oh, eight? Jesus. So, yeah, I mean... It's, how many badges do I have to get? I think there's like eight badges, six. It's either six or eight badges. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, probably, probably done with it. To oh, be honest, man. what a sad we'll way see. to end, just because of a glitch. Not even the, not even the game. Yeah, but, I mean, I could probably, you know, source a, a different ROM, um, and maybe that would work. I don't know. 
I'll I'll have a go, but if it's looking difficult to fix, I think that's, that's probably you it. You could source a different ROM, and then for every battle after that, just go, just go all out, and don't even worry about whether you're going to die or not. Just go, just let them all, full, yeah, yeah, just have an actual head. And if they survive, yeah. they survive. If they don't, they went yeah. out in the blaze of glory. Well, because if it was just like the sprites being fucked up, which is what initially that that was all that was happening, right? So as I'm like walking around, like all the characters look all glitched and, and weird. I'd probably just run with that because it'd be quite funny. But then when the environment stopped appearing altogether, I was like, "Okay, this is this is unplayable now." So yeah, I, I yeah. skipped a bit to do the thumbnail and where it's just like the shadow yes. of your character. Where yeah, you're doing a character to control. Yeah. So yeah, don't know. Watch this space, I guess. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, not a spaceship. Re perfect dark and the initiative jez corden an xbox podcaster and i think he writes for xbox windows gaming or whatever um mm-hmm. spoke to some of the remaining staff and it seems that the studio took a major pivot when taking on perfect dark which led to the moving on of lots of staff initially the studios set up to have a flat structure with many of the big names being brought in to float about brand new ideas apparently they struggled to move past the initial stages of any of these games so the decision was taken to instead take on perfect dark and focus on a more traditional AAA release. This led to many who wanted to work in a less traditional way to part ways and for studio head Darren Gallagher to take on a more leading role and hire his old team at Crystal Dynamics. Although it's a shame that this will maybe lead to less innovation, hopefully it will still result in Perfect Dark being a great game based on the talent that is still on board between the two studios. Cheers from SMW. All right, interesting. I did not know any of that. <laughs> yeah, it's good to get. It's good to get a bit more because obviously you hear these stories about hey, Lesbo leaving, and like, hey, well, it's a doomed game. You know, what's mm-hmm. going on the studio? Blah blah blah. But you know, lots of people come and go in in gaming, and and especially again, new studio with all the kind of tr- uh, struggles that any new studio w- w- would come up against. It's um, yeah. And especially having such a massive IP as well, there's there there is pressure on it. Although and the expectations are probably relatively low there's still pressure on delivering this big ip that they've got mm. and um yes it's, it's a shame that's i mean it's really interesting and also kind of sad really you know like the idea that it sounds like this studio was set up to bring about new ideas and everything and then it's just like okay make this game instead like Do perfect we've dark. got perfect yeah. dark, just make this you know and it's just that is a bit of a shame but, yeah but then like a modern perfect dark still has plenty of scope to, like because, you know, I, I was never a big Perfect Dark guy, but there was some stupid shit in those games, right? In a good way. Well, and I mean, that's one of the things that was always been a bit of a shame about mm. sort of the trajectory of first-person shooters mm-hmm. after GoldenEye and also mm. after Perfect Dark, who, as you said, they had a lot of mechanics in them that have never really been, like, copied or, like, sort of iterated on mm-hmm. at all. Like, the idea yeah. of, like, using all the gadgets and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. is fascinating, but you never really see that, like, very much, which is a shame. Yeah. So they might still do something weird and yeah, wonderful with it, I guess. Yeah, there's lots of potential for weird, cool stuff. And I would love, you know, like a big-budget AAA game to have this weird kind of, you know, weird spy side of weird uh, kind of gadgets and whatnot. There's lots of potential for good stuff there, but mm. um, hopefully we see it. I mean, at some point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. God knows when it's due to come out originally, but it's going to be a long old way, I, I, would, I would imagine. Mm. 
I would imagine. Right. Uh, Rex Reese, lads, I want to send my four more apologies as I think a Four Nails member should be expected to attend the live shows and all the laser-related endeavours. For some reason, I didn't think my pregnant wife would appreciate the cost of a hotel and travel being taken out of our pram slash nappy fund. I wondered if you'd be taking uh, submissions from Four Nails members who can't attend so that you can put a cardboard cutouts in the arena as either spectators of the live show <laughs> or targets for Laser Crest. If Millwall FC can manage it, I don't really see why TCGS can't. Um, also, just a weigh on the few hundred debate, a few hundred is less than 500, just like a few is less than five. Controversially, I think quite a few push it up a bit, so quite a few hundred, although a odd phrase, could be up to 800. Anything over 900 is a grand, and if you disagree, you're a Tory. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's probably covered it uh, by Reese there. Yeah. Quite a few... I, I think, yeah. Does anyone say quite a few hundred... Is that a no, thing? I would say no. It's just, I mean, I, I always thought few was a lot, but I, I didn't know it's less than five. I guess that makes <laughs> a lot more sense. And and that's now the end of that. The cardboard cool. cutouts thing is quite a good idea, but also is, quite yeah. expensive. There is that. But, but we need everyone to send us, like, you know, full head-to-toe photographs. Yeah. Um, See, yeah. I just remember the time when I was, I was trying to get a... I was trying to source a Commander Riker... Um, you know, like you know, sort of cardboard cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that Why? that was is this for you? Was is this for your own bedroom, or was it this... was actually just it was okay. just my own use. Yeah. Um, were you, um, yeah, yeah. you doing the Home Alone thing where you're alone for the weekend? You had a train set. You put the cardboard cut out on the <laughs> train to pretend the, yeah, people yeah, yeah. were home. Yeah. No, no, I just wanted it in my bedroom. Oh, I just sure. hang out with him. Yeah, cool. Uh, no, no, not cool. Not cool, Sean. Yeah, that's extremely um, normal behaviour. We're going to end with Kurt Lewin. <laughs> Uh, who, uh, for those uh, who haven't been paying attention, about four weeks ago we had some feedback <laughs> from Grand Turismo. We commented on the feedback saying, no, you're wrong. Kurt came back saying, no, I'm right. And now this is the end. Kurt Lewin says, hands up, I was wrong. There we go. Our long national nightmare <laughs> Fair is dues. over. Fair dues. I think He's we, we can accept it. that. I mean, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's I mean, you know, no one, no one likes to see Dave win. Um, but unfortunately, that's what's happened here. Um, so yeah, thanks. And he's Kurt. not even here to accept the uh, the win. So we'll, we'll no. take it on Dave's behalf. Thank you, Kurt. I mean, when Dave hears this, I reckon it'll it'll heal him. I reckon he'll be jumping out of bed. <laughs> he's a screen <laughs> step. But he just needs to remember that about all the Wiimote stuff, you know. And, 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 and <laughs> Let's not get that started that. again. Yeah, Let's please not. don't. Please don't. Please, no. Um, that's it for feedback. Go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. Leave your feedback or leave us a question. James, um, I would like you to, if you don't mind, uh, imagine we're at the Oscars. Um, oh. I'm on stage. I've just made a, you know, genuinely pretty shitty joke um, at the expense of your wife. Um and then what I want you to do is to just lose your shit um, and come at me. You know, there's arguably there's maybe other ways you could have dealt with the situation, but I want you to walk straight up and slap me across the face with the news, please. So you want me to get up from my chair, yeah, and like saunter up, yeah, and then basically saunter? just blast it all over you. Just absolutely, oh, yes, for... please, all over my face. Thank you. Right. Can we? I can okay. do that. I mean, it's your Any- edit, Matt. You do, you do what you want. <laughs> do what you feel is right. Oh, just- <laughs> oh there will be some editing, all right. <laughs> if that makes it in, then well, that says a lot about the show. 
Okay, first bit of news is that mm. GTA Plus um, is coming, which is for Grand Theft Auto Online. It's a new subscription service that's monthly. Uh, right. and it, apparently for PS5 and Xbox Series X, I think it's only for those, according to this Polygon story. So And, and the S as well, right? Yeah, presumably the S, yeah. yeah. But as in yeah. just like next generation or current gen or whatever. Right. And what this do you is going to cost... Well, this is five ninety nine a month. That's okay. dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so presumably, I don't know... five ninety nine in pounds. £12, pounds, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but apparently, so subscribers will get in-game cash, new items, upgrades, and discounts from the shop. So if you want to buy stuff, you get like a percentage off or whatever. But then mm. also what you have to do is if you if there are like all these items and stuff, you have to claim them in game um each month because if you don't then you you lose them and they'll be gone. So you have yeah. to like make sure you get in there and pick up a hat or whatever that is included <laughs> Some I don't know, trousers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I mean I su- I suppose the only surprise is that it's taken this long. I mean Obviously, with GTA Online being tied to GTA Five, it's still technically like a full-price game, although obviously there's been ways to get it for less. Hang on. Um, go on. Question. Can yep. you just download GTA Online now, though? On yeah, it's a separate, and Xbox? separate download. This is I mean, now a separate, yeah. And yeah. it's free. Is that right? It's free on PS5 currently. I don't know if it's going to be free forever, but it's certainly a separate download. I think, so what, yeah. does it, what does it cost on Xbox, then, just for GTA Online? Or is I think it's like nine quid. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. It is interesting, but but yeah, but for for his first few months, it's free on free on PS Five. Yeah, I've played a bit on the Series S, which I'll, I'll talk about in a bit. But it's yeah, I mean the amount of copies of that that are in the wild, the amount of people who play GTA Online. I mean, obviously, it's quite comfortably made money up until now just by selling, you know, like the, the in-game cash and stuff. Um, but I guess this is just another way. To get some money out of oh, Yeah, people. they're going to make absolute bank from this because obviously, yeah. you know, so many people buying it every month and then mm-hmm. everyone playing it. And mm-hmm. this is all, the fact is only on um, PS5 and Series X. I mean, I think that's two things. One, it, because I think they obviously want to focus more development and, you know, give away the things that are only in the next-gen mm. versions. But also, I think there's an element of trying to encourage people to get the next-gen versions. They may yeah. be happy to play... Uh, you know gta 5 on their ps4 and and xbox one but well actually if you want this cool exclusive stuff as part of the uh the, you know the gta plus subscription then really you should probably buy the new version so that's another way to encourage people to upgrade as well mm. i wonder what i mean obviously the you know the new version has not been out that long but i'd like to know what the split is between current and previous gen players on this because there's probably still a massively significant number of people still playing the previous gen versions, right? Oh yeah, mass- yeah, hugely. Um, so. And obviously, you know, stock issues still being what they are. Is it a bit shit to be like, yeah, come upgrade to the new one? Oh, but you can't actually get the console to to play it on. Um, I don't know. It's still. I mean, it, this isn't going to impact on any like events or anything that they're hosting, though. That's that's still going ahead, right? You don't have to have lots of subscription for that. This is mm-hmm. this purely seems to be just for stuff, you know, yeah. that you can like, you know, get and you know, download or whatever. Yeah, fair enough, I guess. Um, as I say, you know, having like played quite a bit of GTA Online, I do feel like earning money takes way too long. But also, the stuff you're doing along the way is just sort of inherently fun. Like, I, I can now sort of take like a Sea of Thieves mentality to it. 
you know, where I'm just like, yeah, the rewards are sort of fun occasionally, um, but also just arsing around with friends is, is you know, is the, the main reward. Um, so, yeah. Do you know, it's weird. I've never played GTA Online. Like, I've, Have you not? I, I started it up once and it got to like the character creator thing and I didn't really go much further than that because I was like, <laughs> this feels just like complicated. Not complicated, but it's just like this feels involved, you know, like it's, to, it's to get weird. through all this. Like, and, you know, obviously we're talking about GTA Online now as if it's new, um, but it's it, it does still feel odd because obviously, you know, GTA's whole thing is like good stories and characters. And you kind of, yeah, sort of switching to GTA Online, you sort of think, well, my character's not really going to be significant, right? Like, I'm just going to make an avatar. They're not going to have any dialogue. It's just going to be people talking at them and around them. And obviously, and then when you're in the world, there's other people in it fucking it up. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely a different feel, but it's totally like its own like valid thing and like an amazing way to use that city and all the the things that go on in it. It's well so worth how, a look. How does it work though? Like do you like so I create a character, I get yeah. into it and then yeah. like wander around. Do I then just get shot at constantly by people? <laughs> you know? Not constantly. Um I mean it can happen. There's this one vehicle that's like a fucking flying motorbike that people just whiz around and like shoot rockets at you. Um, but that doesn't happen a lot. When it's I last played it, I would go into a game, I'll either get shot instantly or I would be playing a game for 10 seconds and they'd be like, a bounty's on your head. And then everyone on the map, it seems, would be chasing, <laughs> trying to kill me to ki- to get the bounty. I think Maybe it's changed. I thought you could only place a bounty on someone if they were like on like a murder spree. I mean, I may have maybe been on that's the street. Well, you on a murder street. Well. Maybe yeah. that's yeah, I may have been on one. <laughs> but generally speaking, like any like anyone on the map can find you. But there's like certain activities you do. So if you're like if you do a mission where you're transporting um, like contraband or whatever, like the the sort of the the difficulty variable is that like you'll be flagged up to everyone else on the map. So like, you might be wandering around and it'll come up saying like, oh, like this crew is like. Um, you know, trying to transport stuff. Like, if you want to hunt them down, here they are. Um, which is kind of fun, but as I say, then it sort of depends on whether or not other people in the game have just bought more stuff than you. Um, so it's a, it is a bit messy. But then, like the heist stuff is incredible, and most of that, I'm I'm pretty sure most of that is like private, right? You you essentially do that in your own city with you and yeah, I've done a couple of them, so. and they, they are fantastic. They're really so good. How many how many players is that? Like, how many people can you get together to do like a heist or something? The heists are all. I think they're all four players, apart from the very first one, which is basically a tutorial. Um, so yeah, God, that'd be that'd be a a streaming series. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Yeah. Just like, why have we not tried this at yeah. some point? Well, I mean, there's no crossplay for starters, you'd, and so you'd all have we'd to play have... on Xbox if that's all right. But you'd have to pay for it. So and that'd be right with me. I think we may have tried at one point. I mean, like, when we may have looked at doing it, it was when mm. they were first come out, and GTA was online was a bit mm. of a mess. I mean, I'm dying to hear yeah. more about GTA Online, Sean, and you'll talk more about yeah, well, yeah. what we've been playing. But because um, yeah. when I first played it, it was just a bit of a nightmare. But I hear they've changed mm. things, so I want to hear yeah. more about that. Yeah, we'll get onto that in a bit. I mean, I mean uh, Sean, next? are you even tempted oh, by this? Um, I don't think I play it enough um, to justify it. Like, you know, I was saying, I don't think I mentioned it on the show, but like I was saying on WhatsApp, like the new Destiny 2 stuff, as good as it is, um, I've just not had time to put into it and I probably mm. shouldn't have paid the money, to be honest. <laughs> but that's just me and, you know, the time I have. Like, yeah, if you already play GTA Online, this is probably a no-brainer, right? 
Yeah, especially for, yeah, only six quid. And if it does give you some cool stuff to, to play around with. Exactly. All right, what's next, James? Okay, so next we've got Nintendo are shutting down Australia Lost. Oh, um, you're kidding. Well, no, Not this that is, one. What? Do we remember this? Because this, this came out, this was September 2018. I this do remember this, yeah. <laughs> was this the one it where was, it, had like a, it was like a, a staggered launch, wasn't it? It was only like a few yeah. territories and... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where they fucked it, but yeah, let's hear yeah. the story. Yeah. But it was the, I mean, this is the first original like mobile IP that Nintendo mm. did, mm-hmm. and it was they did it with side games, and yeah, it, it's apparently it's ending in July this year, and the last update's coming in March this year. But it did, I mean, initially it did really well because it was the it was the highest consumer spend per download after launch uh, when it came out, which did very well. But then it was eventually surpassed by Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, which is yeah. just. Keeps making money over, you know, over and over and over again, despite yep. not being that great. Um, but then this this still made 106 million, so it did That's pretty right. well for them, I think. And about, so, about 106 million more than I've made in my life, yeah. so you know, fair dues. Yeah, I, I was interested in this because obviously I had hammered um, Fire Emblem Heroes, and then oh, it's a mm. new one, it's original. I'm like, okay, I'm interested in this, but yeah, like the fact that it was like it came out in the US like for months before any kind of UK European launch and people were like, oh this is how you get around it and that's kind of killed any buzz and by the time it did come out it like I'd already moved on to to actually trying to stop playing games on my phone um mm. so 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 th- uh, that killed it for me but I do know I went to subreddits at the time like seeing what the vibe was and obviously everyone was extremely excited about a new game and they seemed as hyped as they were for Fire Emblem Heroes but I don't know it doesn't seem like a massive surprise I mean didn't Nintendo kill? What was it? Did a Doctor Mario mobile game? Or yeah, Doctor Mario yeah. they killed. And um, but the others are still. There was also. Do you remember that first one they did? The um, yeah, the oh, what was it called? I've forgotten the I name. Genuinely, don't. I don't. It was that. No, it was that one with all the like the quizzes and stuff. Oh fuck! Uh, that was on a me. Yeah, shit. What was Mitomo. that? Mitomo. Oh, that was Mitomo. Mitomo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for it, a, for a good half an hour, that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could tell everyone your favourite meal was fish and chips and they could yeah. visit your place and then yeah, that was basically yeah. it. Yeah. And, uh, and did you remember we were all like, oh, you know, it's like, it's a bit light on features, but it's clearly like a platform for more stuff yeah. going forward. <laughs> that was incorrect. <laughs> see, that that's the thing, really, with Nintendo stuff just in general, isn't it? It's just like, no, what you see is, is, is what, yeah, what you get. Pretty much, pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not going any further. Other than this. <laughs> but it feels like they're stepping back from mobile. I mean, you could you could argue they step back from mobile the day and they're releasing no switch online app. But um, <laughs> they, you know, they've obviously Doctor Mario killed, this killed. Obviously, Fire Emblem Heroes doing incredibly well. Mm. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp doing incredibly well. There's also, I mean, Mario Kart is still doing Mario brilliantly Kart as well. Doing well. Yeah. It feels like they is, don't is need to keep them, releasing games. Is this just them being very honest about like, look, this is our first, you know. Our first sort of like bunch of mobile games, we are seeing what works and what doesn't, and the ones that don't, like that's it. There's no no attempt to salvage them. It's just cutting their losses. Yeah. And I mean, it's a, I guess it's a shame. I mean, I, I don't know anyone who played Dragalia Lost, but maybe it was actually quite good. And if so, that is a loss. But it's it's a, it's strange though, isn't it? Because they there was this whole thing about how they were going to expand into mobile and everything. Mm. We had like Mario Run as well, and we never got like a Zelda game or anything like that. We never got no. any of these sorts of things, and it's it's a bit. I don't. It, it, I think maybe just because the Switch has done so well, they just think, yeah. what's, the, what's the point? Yeah, Although perhaps you're the thinking... mobile stuff was them just hedging their bets in case the Switch didn't do as well 
as it did. Um, yeah. But it's... Yeah. Yeah, but also, I mean, with games like Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem Heroes making hundreds of millions, I mean, or billions at this point, I'm not sure. Like, they don't need to keep throwing more energy yeah. into games that may or may not work. Like, it's so it makes yeah. sense to pare down. And yeah, the Switch is doing incredibly well. You know, the games they release have largely done well. I mean, the Mario one, I think they said, or someone said, it's like actually a, a, a disappointment. And I think they probably learned that, yeah. that the nine pound entry fee wasn't a good look. <laughs> and that yeah. didn't really work for that particular game. But. Yeah. It makes sense to them to kind of step back a bit. They've got some huge successes on their hands. and mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, they're just thinking they just milk these for as long as they are and then they can release something else later. You know, <laughs> exactly, like, yeah, yeah. If they release like, a Zelda game, that will just cannibalise other ones, won't it, I guess? Yeah. So it's just, I, mean, uh, I, yeah. I wonder if they've also perhaps lost faith in the idea of these being, you know, gateways to... So, you know, like if you're like younger and maybe you don't have a Switch, but you do have access to, like you know, your mum or dad's phone or whatever... And they're like, yeah, fucking this Mario game's free. Have a go on that, I suppose. Because, you know, like, this is a thing with, like, Call of Duty Mobile, right? Where they see that as as a gateway, essentially. Like, younger players can get hold of it, even though they're possibly not supposed to. Or at least it's on a, you know, it's on a relatively more accessible or, or more common format. And then you mm-hmm. play a bit of that. And then later on you find out, oh, shit, there's, like, this proper big console version of it. So it's it's essentially like a marketing thing as well. But maybe that just hasn't panned out, or maybe they just realised they don't need to do it. I don't know. Yeah, and also like since then they released a cheaper Switch, so that also yeah. even less reason. Yeah. Um, it will be interesting to see what the next big mobile game is, even if or if there is one or when it happens. Because mm. yeah, I think you're right. They just focus on these ones that make money, and then when these start to make a you know a downturn, then they can maybe investigate and see what happens next. But I think they're also experimenting with like things like Tetris 99, and so they're experimenting mm. with smaller, smaller kind of aspects of their games on the console. Yeah. And they've got his big hitters here, so they don't need anything that's not not pulling its weight, I guess. Mm. Yeah, which is so, mad to so, say. You know, it made like it, it's, it's made a hundred million since it, since launch, and that's not pulling its weight. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it. Wild. Well, I mean, it's been a big week for Nintendo because like the next story, like oh, yeah. version fourteen of the Switch. Like firmware or whatever has come out as well. And uh, that absolutely massive. A, a massive update. I mean, they've added folders. Um, oh my god! That, I mean, have they? So, well, yeah. Uh, on, something what's the, what's the caveat? Gone. Well, the caveat is is that you can only use them in the all games section of the UI. So, like on your home screen uh, where you can like scroll across, can't use them there. Obviously, that one that place would be where you that's, that's really want them. So, that's ridiculous. I was like, brilliant, amazing. The, the whole, I think they're called groups. Like, amazing, yeah. perfect. I have like indie group and Nintendo group or Mario group or whatever. And then yeah, the fact is you go like scroll to the end, then select groups. Like this isn't quicker at all. It's mad, really? isn't it? Because if you think about it, like the 3DS had a better interface for this stuff than mm. the Switch does. Like mm. with that, you could do folders and stuff. You could choose how big you wanted the grid to be for like how many games it was going to display on the screen. You had it themes. was all sorts of stuff. You and themes. themes. Yes. Why are there no themes still on this yes, console? It's got two themes. What are you complaining about? Black or white? What <laughs> do you need? <laughs> two entire themes. Um, I don't know. It's weird because when the Switch first came out, like obviously, yeah, the, the UI is is pretty sparse um yeah but but i was kind of like yeah but you know what it's like it's quick as fuck right like it's mm-hmm. it's it's streamlined it's not just it's not empty it's just you know does the job right um but yeah but in hindsight it's like well it's not like you open up a 3ds and be like oh man this takes so long to load because of my sega dreamcast theme i've installed it do you know what i mean 
It's not really Although, a thing. It's not. <laughs> do you remember when the Wii U first came out? And I just remember David moaning all the time about how long it took to start up. <laughs> that they, that it was like it took ages. Like before it was patched, it was like it took ages to. Like, I mean, that into, go- like, on release, the Wii U was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the fact I had to turn the Wi-Fi off on my phone to stop yeah. the because otherwise it didn't interfere with the controller. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> Stuff like, yeah, there was all sorts of weird shit wow. with the Wii U when it first came out. Um, and obviously, well, it needed, I'll give you that. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's bare, and yeah, folders would be nice. But I do appreciate the fact that I turn the switch on, and I'm not navigating ads. I'm not navigating yeah. four menus. It's yeah, literally yeah. left and right. Game done. Mm-hmm. See, I like that. I just wish there was a little bit more customization, like in terms of like with just with themes would be nice. I just want a different background. Just think yeah. it looks nice. You know, it's just I don't know. Yeah, but it is but, ridiculous that these groups are not. They can't become part of like, the main menu. That, that, mm-hmm. I mean, what yeah. the hell, Nintendo? Still, this has also made some other changes as well, primarily to Bluetooth audio, which, I mean, I don't know if either of you have tried using Bluetooth audio with the Switch. But I haven't, actually. I have, yeah. I've used. I've paired my AirPods, and I've used it a couple of times. Um, because they, they've changed it so that they've increased the default like volume like level, and uh, you can also change um, volume as well. Like, if, you, if you're using... Like a headset that has like a volume control on it, that will work as well. Oh, now, okay. Like for turning for turning up and down and stuff. But I was really pleased about this because I always just found it ridiculously quiet, like all the time. And now it's uh, it's significantly better. It sounds normal, which is good. Cool. So that's good. Um, mm. Next story is that okay. So Polyphony have responded uh, to the criticism about GT Seven, and uh, yeah, it's about it not working for several days and and stuff. And the yeah yeah. Well, that that and also the game's economy and that oh, yeah, yeah. stuff. So Yamuchi came out and he said, I would like to apologise for the frustration and confusion caused last week with our patch um, updates, which resulted in not only a server outage, but also adjustments to the in-game economy, which were made without a clear explanation to our community. We know that this is not the Gran Turismo experience you expect. And so they did that. And then what they've, they've said that more changes are coming in April. There's going to be the ability to sell cars. And also they've given everybody a million uh, in-game credits as well, uh, you know, for that. And, is is uh, that they, a lot? I know that's a stupid question. Not really. Okay. Not, <laughs> it's not really a lot. It's, I mean, it's enough to like upgrade a car or whatever, but it's, right. not, it's not enough to I buy something. I think when a new change really is you can buy a tyre with that. Cool. Yeah, basically. just the one. <laughs> I, mean, no, no, I mean, yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, but yeah, it, it's not. A, you can't get the. You can't get anywhere near like the the big cars. But yeah, it's not like, you're it's like nice oh, I can buy ten cars and fucking yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mad. Like one of the arguments they, that people said was less like they wanted the cars to be expensive, like in real life. Yeah, so it feels <laughs> like real life. It's like that's why I'm playing a game. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, don't want to. Please, look, don't exclude me for being like being like super rich. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to save up 10 years to buy the yeah. Ferrari in my dreams and then <laughs> it gets just, nerfed. Just like know, real life. But they, they also said that one of the reasons for the patch like causing all these troubles was that initially the payouts that you got from those like um you know, you know, it has like a, not gacha machines, but it has like a the random thing map. Can you remember what it's yeah, called? Yeah, I can't, I can't remember, remember what it's called, but yeah, but when it kind of spins around and you might win yeah. some money or a car or Mm-hmm. And they said that the payouts on that were not consistent, but then that the patch for that went too far. And but I don't know if I believe that. I think that's a load of rubbish. Um, but then also, as as a result of this, I mean, Sony's like okay, so GT Seven is now the lowest rated game ever by audience score, like Blimey. like Sony game, you know, like on on Metacritic and stuff. Yeah, so. it got review bombs, didn't it? Yeah, it's it's that's pretty bad. I mean, it's good that they're hopefully fixing things, but this stuff. I mean, it sounds like they got caught to me. 
you know, like as yeah. in this was this was all the plan, and the backlash has been greater than they expected it was going to be, mm-hmm. and now they're having to roll things back a bit. Yeah, to which... do to make such substantial changes like three weeks after launch, it's like it's just a bit. Come on, like all the reviews are out there. Yeah. Isn't this game great? Blah blah blah. It's not that bad to actually like earn a car, and then suddenly three weeks later, bang! Actually, no. Now it takes forever, and yeah, it, it's a it's a piss take, really. Just I mean, that is the worst thing, isn't it? Just like waiting for reviews to come out and then just be like, now we switch on the microtransactions. No, it's, it's just like, <laughs> that's just it, yeah. It's just such a strange thing to do, to just be like, brilliant, everyone loves the game, let's make it worse. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, it's totally backfired. You're totally yeah. right, James. Like, they're, they're basically being caught. And like all the good work, all the positive reviews, I mean, if you're, if you're very online and you you know this stuff, I mean, maybe for the average person on the street who or mm. goes on Amazon, oh, yeah, brilliant, Grand Fusion game, fantastic. But if you're into this and you know like gaming and you see this, it just kind of puts you off wanting to get involved, doesn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Strange. Um, mm. But some better mm. news, mm. which is that PS5 um, is getting... Variable. Uh, okay, let's try again. It's getting <laughs> variable refresh rate support um, in the next update. Whoa! So this apparently this is Finally. coming soon. So Matt, can you explain why this is really good? Because <laughs> you know I don't really yeah, understand so fully. Xbox has variable refresh rate, and uh, I think this is a big reason why a bunch of kind of a bunch of recent multi-platform games uh, people have said that they tend to work better on Xbox. It's because it's got VR. And what that means, I mean, I don't know exactly what it means, but um, when games like change their frame rate and whatnot, VR kind of adjusts to avoid screen tearing. That's and so right, about yeah. that, games have screen tearing and whatnot, whereas with VR on Xbox and, uh, well, I guess maybe PC, I don't know, um, it avoids that, and so frame rates are more stable, but if they do change, it it's not a noticeable uh, yeah. change. Um, again, I could be wrong. I'm not Digital Foundry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it's because if you've got, because, like, yeah, most displays are 60 hertz, so they, you know, they refresh 60 times a second, so... You know, if a game runs at a constant 60 FPS, then that's fine. But if it drops to 59, you've then, you know, mathematically, you then haven't got a full 60 yeah, frames. Yeah, it needs to catch up second. somewhere. And that's yeah. often, you know, with like a judder or tearing, like tearing yeah, yeah. or yeah. just feeling a bit weird. So, I mean, yeah. it's kind of ridiculous that this isn't already on PlayStation. I mean, the game, the mm. console's over a year old, and obviously a lot of the kind of big. A lot of the TVs that had say 120 hertz refresh rates, they're obviously over well over a year or so old. Mm-hmm. So it, they've taken their their sweet time to implement it, and it's still not out now. I mean, it, what did they say? Oh, okay, no, they have said it will be will be the next one. It was like yeah, they said it's it's coming soon, and that also it's going to support like all games, like even ones that don't officially support it, like in the code or whatever. All right, okay. will, and then but then also you can disable it if you're getting like unexpected visual effects. Right. And uh, yeah, mm. that's that's when. So yeah, I'd imagine it's probably coming next couple of months. It'll probably yeah. appear. No, this, this is good. It's, it's just been ridiculous. It hasn't been here up to now, but mm. it's good that they can finally do that and it will make games just feel nicer and better overall. Because yeah. it was it was Digital Foundry who was saying like you know this will make this could make a big difference for like Elden Ring for example you know that that would oh, yeah. it would really improve that in yeah a big that way. would be nice yeah cool okay uh, next story is that EA okay it apparently is going to be called EA Sports Football Club and <laughs> okay this this is according to Jeff Grubb who now says it's a done deal that this is happening and uh, this mean, is what he said he said yeah. I saw trademarks for it. I right. thought that it could just be a feature like an on-line mode, mode yeah. but I asked around, and that's it. 
That's the name. He's asked so, around. He's asked around, guys. Yeah. Confirmed. I'd love to know he's asked around. <laughs> Just in the street. Anyone? Um, which is, yeah. yeah, this is. Yeah. yeah it's cool. I'm, right. sure, I'm sure he's reached out, you know, to, to lots of people. To you know, people we yeah. know. Yeah. It's not an elegant <laughs> name, is it? I mean... I, I feel what? like it, I feel calling it. Jeff I feel Grubb. like if you removed <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> no, Jeff goes fine. It's really, you know straight to the point. Um, two syllables, bang bang. Done, Absolute you know. grub of a man. Um, Jeffrey Grub, not not quite as cool, is it? Um, see why <laughs> no. see why he sticks with Jeff. Uh, no, if they took the sports out, right, and they were just like it's EAFC. Yeah, I feel like I could. I mean, not that it affects me because I don't play the games, but. I feel like that would be easier to deal with than oh yeah, let's, oh yeah, do you want to, are you getting the new EA Sports Football Club? Twenty twenty two. Just call it. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's, it's just EA a football. Clumsy. Why can't it just be EA Football? Or that? That would also work. Although maybe that's too similar to E Football from Pez. <laughs> yeah, adding an extra true, letter. People are getting confused. I suppose <laughs> if it was just EA Football, is that going to confuse Americans? Is it? I feel like calling it Football Club. Like the the inclusion of club sort of specifies soccer. As opposed to American football. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah, think they call maybe. them clubs in America. That's a question, though. Do you reckon in America they'll just call this EA Sports Soccer Club instead? Maybe. maybe. Yeah, I wonder if there were different names or different different regions. But, yeah, I mean, I think you're totally right. I mean, EAFC works. It kind of rolls off time more. I mean, yeah. maybe they'll, this is what they'll call it, but everyone will just call it yeah, FIFA. Or EAFC. Um, Unless FIFA becomes its own thing, right? Because they haven't... FIFA themselves threaten yeah, that. Yeah. That's been yeah. So you know that it's going to end up as like a bad mobile game or something like that <laughs> instead. <laughs> and it's, it's not going to be good. Oh, I wonder who FIFA will get on board to make their game. That will be it. interesting. I'll do it. They haven't asked yet, but probably just shy. I'll do it, guys. Don't worry. Okay. Well, cool. imagine, uh, imagine if it was Konami. <laughs> oh my! Well, they've got eFootball. Why? They're not going to. Yeah, just rebadge football. It's already, yeah, re-ba- it's already you know, it's already out. It's already perfect. Why wouldn't yeah. you just <laughs> buy that? I mean, I don't think eFootball's <laughs> really made a big splash, Matt. I think. I think to differ. I think to differ. <laughs> they could but get just the people Actua Soccer to come back. Yeah. Who did then, Actua um, Soccer? I can't remember. I just looked up his interactive. Blimey. What a name. <laughs> um, yeah, EA Sports Football Club. I, I mean, it's going to be fascinating when that thing gets announced. Because yeah. it's obviously going to do incredibly well. Because although you think of FIFA and you think of the game, you think of, you see, so you think of the organisation FIFA and you think of the game, all, yeah. you know, everyone's going to know, okay, this is the new one from EA Sports and it will just, it will be fine. Mm. But then there will be a very small transition period, but generally people will just go into the new into a new name and forget yeah. about it very quickly, I reckon. But yeah. it's gonna be fascinating to see what it's actually called and what it, if they if what changes they make because they're not beholden to the license holder. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> oh, no, because, because they, they kept equally... on saying, didn't they? <laughs> Go on, sorry. <laughs> they kept on saying that there was things they couldn't do because That's of FIFA. Right. Yes, FIFA and I'm just imagining them. what they could be, like battle royale, like all sorts of stuff. <laughs> like what's the yeah. guns? Yeah. <laughs> um, but surely the the other side of that coin is losing the license. Is that you know that that's going to mean no more proper team and player names and stuff, right? Unless they no, pay, no, no, unless they, they continue to separate. pay a daft fee to. No, that, yeah, that's, that's completely separate. separate. Yeah. No, okay. so, um, yeah, they right. they play that. They pay because that that was the thing with this. Like paying FIFA gets them very little. Apart right. from the name FIFA, the name, but yeah. all the licensing in terms of like you know the kits and the players and the stadiums, all that kind of stuff, that's mm. all done separately. Right. So it won't yeah. affect that, I don't think. So we're not okay. going to have West London Blue, Manchester no. Red. No, that's yeah. not going to happen. 
oh, I just love the idea of Konami picking this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Konami picking up because they're, they're like, oh yeah, they're internally like, we want to get back into the football game. They're like, we've got eFootball. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Sorry, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, we do have a game. I Sorry, I just... I thought we haven't made pairs. What we're we doing? No, it turns out there is a department downstairs in the basement that is making. Oh, we've already do done one. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that, that's 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 still happening. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Little project. Sure about that. Uh, what's next? Okay. Last one mm-hmm. is that Sony are apparently going to unveil their Game Pass style, you know, Spartacus PlayStation Plus thing as early as next week. Now, this was last week. This is what yeah. Jeff Schreier <laughs> so now uh, next week. Jeff Schreier. Yeah. Okay. Jason Schreier said. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, almost certainly, by the time you're listening to this, it's already happened. Mm-hmm. Probably Definitely. about 10 minutes after we recorded. Yeah, we always season. joke about this, about, hey, you know, we record a show and something breaks, but obviously we record <laughs> on Mondays. Monday, you know, at this point, this is kind of like Monday morning in the U.S., and so I've, you know, a lot of news breaks around then. So at most times we may joke about it, but I'll be I'll be so surprised if this <laughs> hasn't already broken by the time Wednesday comes. So yep. hello I mean, I, Wednesday, still, hello everyone. This is the news. <laughs> I'm still following Twitter as we're recording this, just just, just waiting for the uh, you know for it to for it to break. You know when it happens. But uh, yeah. so I mean, Jason Schreier said that this looks like it's definitely going to happen, and. He's, he said there's going to be a splashy lineup of hit games Whoa. that are going to come with it. Whoa. Which, which I mean, that's that's intriguing because, I, I, I mean, they've already done... I don't know what they can throw at this, honestly. Well, like, I'll tell they you what. What? Well, uh, also today in the news, this wasn't in the lineup, but um, the Knack 3... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. The Knack, the Knack 3 trademark yeah, has been registered no. today. What <laughs> yeah. if that goes straight there day one on... Spartacus. I mean, do you know what? Not, I could actually see them doing that. Yeah, and I it can. would be very funny if they did that. I can, I can <laughs> Knack, see that happening. Bang, out day because well, they, they yeah. want a day one. Although, although that would probably set a precedent that they don't want if they're not going to be releasing first party titles on Spartacus. So maybe that's a mixed messaging. If they're like, yeah, we're not doing that. But here's Knack. Then it might <laughs> confuse matters. But also, <laughs> imagine that Knack three bang straight in on Spartacus. I mean, yeah. I mean, I will subscribe to the highest tier for that. It's um... <laughs> if Knack Free comes out, I probably, I probably would. Yeah, but um, I, I'm still. I know you all took the piss out of me last time, and I said about, well, hang on, this doesn't this make the price of you know the PlayStation Plus tier suddenly like five times the price? And you're like, well, actually, no one pays the full amount. I'm still, I'm still wondering about that. If it starts at the rumored <laughs> ten dollars a month mm-hmm. for Essential, and that is basically PlayStation Plus. Yeah, but that, just, that is what that is what PlayStation Plus costs now. It's the same. Yeah, but I'm talking about in shops. So, like, are you saying that a a potentially like a twelve months of essential in like shop two would be just forty dollars instead of what this looks like one hundred twenty dollars? I've no I know idea. Shop two is sometimes, but, I mean, cheap, sometimes cheaper, but there's no way it will be that much cheaper. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I no don't way. see. I don't see how they can release something which is essentially the same. And then, like, triple the price or whatever. I just can't see how they can do that. Like, I mean, well, actually, like, I can see them doing that because this is Sony and they I mean, do. According to these rumors, that's exactly what they're doing. I'd be um, mad. It'd be absolutely mad if you, like, go from, like, a 50, like, 50 quid, like, you know, uh, yearly subscription to them saying, okay, this is the same thing, but you're having to pay, like, I don't know, 
would it be? It'd be like 120 like pounds yeah. a, a year. That's that's not. I can't see them doing that. The backlash would be massive. Yeah, 120. That yeah. does seem pretty wild. I will tell you what I go do. Right, mm. here's what I think they go do. Uh, obviously, we've had loads of well, you know, years of the whole one pound for Game Pass, and hey, here's the trick. The trick is you uh, you you bang on that three years of Xbox Live Gold. Do the deal. Suddenly, your one dollar deal has now upgraded <laughs> all of your three mm. years of Xbox Live Gold to Game Pass Ultimate. I reckon what they'll do is. Um, I mean, it looks basically like Essentials game is PlayStation Plus, and it's now suddenly way way more expensive. They'll say, "Hey, if you got if you got PlayStation Plus, a sub up to a certain date, we will convert that to Essential mm-hmm. or whatever." I, I reckon they might do something like that. So, although that still doesn't really make sense, that does what I could allow people to do is, okay, I will buy some years of PlayStation Plus for the current price, and it will get updated or upgraded to the to the new price, but. You see, they've really, they've really got to be careful with this, I think, because people are absolutely going to compare this to Game Pass. Yep. And if it's if it's ridiculously more expensive, then they're just going to get laughed at. But then, like, but then every other move Sony have made for years now is very clearly like they're on top and they're all right with that, and they don't feel like they have to compete necessarily. So is this is this them finally going like, oh, actually, shit, we need a competitor for Game Pass, or is it just them trying to do their own thing with it? Do you know what I mean? Like, is is this them actually feeling a little bit cornered, or is it just them doing it because they think it's a good idea for their own reasons? See, I think it's that. I Mm. think that they feel cornered by this, Mm -hmm. and for that reason, I can't see them bringing out something which is disastrously expensive, which is then people are just going to be like, well... Why you know this is this is nowhere near you know comparable mm. you know to to like Game Pass if you're charging this yeah, yeah. I, I, it's weird I mean like all the talk is that every single week or every day it's like Game Pass Game Pass Game Pass and there's never any talk about PlayStation Now and stuff so you think mm. oh you know they need a competitor but they they don't really I mean mm. Microsoft obviously make a lot of money or have I think. Microsoft and PlayStation have made made a lot of money with the subscriptions and services. That's what I think most tech companies want to do. They want to move people to services because ultimately yep. people just pay a monthly fee and, and build up revenues that way. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, PlayStation are making so much money with like the games they release, the consoles are you know flying flying off the shelves. Like you know, seemingly way more consoles are sold PlayStation side versus Xbox. I don't know, they don't need to, and they will still make a lot of money from from this. I don't have to suddenly worry about, well, no, are we doing day one on, on Spartacus? They don't, and, and they won't, and they, because they don't need to, really. I mean, that's, that's what's been re- always is really interesting about all this, is like the, you know, within our bubble, you know, that we are, all we, you know, everyone ever goes on about all the time is Game Pass. You know, it's constantly the thing that people are always going on about, you know, how brilliant it is, which it is, you know, how great it is. Mm. But then, like Matt said, it's like actually... People are still buying PlayStations as yeah, well, yeah. like in in large numbers, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem to. I don't know. I don't know how much. This is why I always wonder how much of like Game Pass has like cut through, as it were, yeah. you know, to to like the general public or whatever. And which is why I, you know, like if they're looking at like twenty, thirty million subscribers, which is really good. The idea that obviously they're going to want significantly more than that, you know, like over the long term, whether that's possible or not, and whether like a, a service like that is going to cut through to to that, you know, to like sixty, seventy million people or whatever, mm. I'm still really skeptical about that. Mm. You know, whether whether they've already reached a peak or not. But you know, I don't yeah, know. yeah, I, I don't think they're anywhere near a peak. I mean, whether they cut through, I don't know. But yeah, if again, rumours of them releasing a new 
a bit of hardware. Maybe they push the marketing in a different way. If they're like, hey, if you want to play Xbox games, you don't need the Xbox anymore. You just buy this new thing. Mm. Here are Xbox games in the cloud or on you know Game Pass or whatever. So I don't think I think I don't think they've reached anywhere near the ceiling and that sort of stuff at all. I think we're just waiting for the technology or 5G or whatever to improve to the point where where they, where they can properly push it in front of everyone rather than it being kind of a early adopter or like core gamer thing to do as like an added bonus. I don't think mm. they're kind of wind near where we need to be uh, in terms of 5G technology and, and that kind of stuff for them to properly push it in front of everyone. But no, this is going to be, it's going to be fascinating to see what Sony do because they don't need to really do anything. But, uh, but I think, I think in terms mm. of buzz they do, and in terms of the fact that I do think that they feel cornered by this to a degree, like in, not in terms of like money or anything like that, but in terms of just the conversation with this and the fact that everyone just goes on about it all the time. They they and if they're doing this in reaction to that, which I think they are, then they can't afford to come out with something which is dreadful or like ridiculously expensive because it will just be terrible for them. No. I yeah. find it funny you see a lot of people saying like a lot of articles or commentators saying oh this is the rumor for PlayStation's Xbox competitor <laughs> and then you see lots of people saying no this isn't a competitor this is plus and now like this isn't a competitor <laughs> but then everyone's yeah. kind of labeling it at that because they see Game Pass and they feel like Game Pass needs a competitor and this is PlayStation's version even if actually it's not that at all. So, mm. no, I can't wait to see how they market it or how, what they say about it. And actually, if I feel like it's even worth me doing, I mean, mm. generally I would subscribe to these sorts of things, but... But if you've already got Game Pass on both I'm... consoles, then, yeah, maybe you don't necessarily need both subscriptions as well. I mean, I'm... I would probably only go for the, the lowest tier one just because yeah. it's you know, playing online and stuff like yeah. that. I don't see... Because the other thing that I'm really curious about with this is they're saying that the, the top tier is going to offer... Like access to like PS1, PS2, PS3 games, yeah, that kind okay. of stuff. Yeah, that, that's that the is, interesting it, bit of this. And if that is through streaming, though, mm. then immediately I'm thinking I that, that's that's Probably very not. disappointing. Yeah, that's that way it's going to be. Because I tried PlayStation now; it was fine, it worked, but it didn't work well enough that I'd want it. That I'd want that to be the way that games like that were delivered. Yeah, totally. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, like, the rumor was that the extra tier will include, and I quote, a downloadable game catalog. So okay. mm. it certainly appears that the PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 stuff, uh, and maybe PSP, or whatever, that will be downloadable. But you also have the opportunity to stream games at that tier as well. Right. So. Mm. Oh, mm. Well, I was going to say, we'll see. Oh, uh, by the time you hear this, we'll probably have seen. Yes, um, it will be out. So- <laughs> Do you know, do you think, sorry, one last thing. Do you think they may expand the cloud streaming as well, though, so that you can actually do it on other devices rather than just the console? That would be Because good. that would be brilliant. That would like, be good. I want the same as you've got with, like, you know, with Xbox Game Pass in the cloud or whatever it's called mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, where you mm. can, like, I want to be able to play stuff, you know, like on my computer or whatever as well. That would be brilliant if I could do that. Yeah, that would be good. I don't again. I don't know how much of it's into my life, but I've I've used it more than I thought on on Xbox, and I feel like I barely used it really. But I've definitely used it more than I thought I would. So, yeah, it would be good for them to expand that to more devices and and whatnot. Yeah, because they did that deal, didn't they, with with Microsoft? You oh, know, that's right. Using, yeah, they're using Microsoft's cloud architecture or whatever. Because you, you can remote play now on different devices. You, you can remote play on Mac and. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that's yeah, that direct to the console, isn't it? So you yeah. still need a console. Whereas, mm. yeah, if we're talking about proper cloud stuff, yeah, who knows? But that's it. I mean, cool. as I said, you'll you'll know about it by now, almost certainly. So, uh, yeah, we what were wrong. Have 
we've been playing. I mean, the two of you have been playing, I guess, the biggest release of the week. Do you, do you guys want to talk about Kirby and the Forgotten Land? Sure. How much have you played, Matt? Uh, how much have I played? I have, um, in terms of hours, I don't know. I'm still in like the second set of levels because I'm oh, playing really? mostly with Elodie. So okay. haven't blitzed through it as much as I would like. How much have you played? See, I'm in the third set at the moment. And okay. it was funny before. In fact, I start. I was playing it just before. This is why I was late coming on, actually, um, because I was playing it a bit like just before we came. Before we, Unbelievable. Before we started recording. Rude. And but it changed my mind actually while yeah. I was playing it, which is <laughs> which is kind of crazy because, like, generally, I mean, obviously, this is this is like the first. I don't know if this is the first 3D Kirby because there was all that stuff like Kirby's Air Ride and stuff it like that. It does seem yeah. like what a lot of people are saying this is the first. I don't know anything about Kirby games. I never played one, but it seems like a lot of people are like, hey, now Kirby is now finally properly 3D. Yeah, Air Ride doesn't count for a number yeah. of reasons. <laughs> but they they've generally been like 2D, yeah, like 2D. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, sort of platformers, and this so, is but, but, the... where, where was Air Ride, and why doesn't it count? So, so Air Ride was on the GameCube, but it was basically a racing game primarily. Yeah, but there, there were like there were bits where you you would get out of your your ship. And, oh, what's that? Or was it just that you went between different ships? I can't remember. Anyway, so yeah, it was three D, but it was mostly like you you were in a, a craft of some sort and were like flying around. It's like that Sonic game for uh, for the Saturn. You know, yeah, there, there were three D bits. <laughs> unfortunate comparison, oh, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> well, the Sonic Museum, mate, was brilliant. That was like our version of Man 64. Yeah. It's just as good. It's just as good yeah, as Man 64. That's what Sega Power said, and I I for one believe it. I had a life. Gosh, I, I never played that. I really wish I could. Cause, um, oh, didn't you? Was... Amazing. Did you ever play Sonic R? That was I did, yeah. better I than Mario Kart. Um, okay, <laughs> so Kirby in a Forgotten Land, James. How, how much are you enjoying it? What, what, did, what changed in the last playthrough then? Well, the thing is, is this? So we played the demo of this like a couple of weeks ago. And we were uh, all a bit came out. We were all a bit down on it, weren't we? Yeah, because it is. It's a very. It is a. It's quite a linear game. Like the yeah. the structure of it is quite linear, and I was a little bit disappointed. Like from the first, like the first world, I felt you know, sort of going through that because. <sighs> The whole game is basically based around like the around uh, you know sort of trying to find like hidden items and stuff like that, mm. trying to like you know get you know get new abilities and things you know that, that sort of stuff, which is fine and that's that's nice enough and it's a nice environment. But there was just something about it that I I just didn't find particularly interesting. I think because of how linear it was. But then I now I just hit the third world and it started to mix things up a bit in terms of the abilities that um you know like the the sucking abilities that you can get you mm-hmm. know like turning into different things mm-hmm. it started to mix those up a bit more okay. and also i don't know it i saw on rollmark somebody said that this feels like astro bot and it absolutely does yeah. like it, it really does feel like i'm like i'm playing like a sort of you know like the ps5 version of astro bot it's really creative and like the last couple of levels i've played become significantly more interesting largely because they they try they really try and do sort of different things rather than it being quite so linear like there are different paths and there are different like routes around things but also it's just the atmosphere of it is so wonderful like and, and that's what i've uh, do you know what it really reminds me of mm. did you either any of you play um mickey mouse's castle of illusion yeah yeah oh on the mega drive or well, yes. system yeah it, yeah it just has a similar vibe to me, this game. Right. Like, the, the music in particular really has a sort of similar vibe. And it's just brilliant. Like, it's so... 
engaging like to you know to like play through and it just yeah the music is so good I really <laughs> oh yeah the, the music is fantastic it's, yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 that, that, that kind of elevates the experience for me i think the music is just really i mean if i again i've never played a kirby game previously so i don't know what they're previously like but it feels very much like a mario game in terms of the style of music i mean that's probably a really basic thing to say but yeah the, the tunes are really good each one for each each environment i've been in is really kind of evocative of what you're doing and yeah like the, the music's still in my head now i think the music's fantastic and the, the one the last level i just did which is sort of based in this sort of fairground the music it reminded me so much of like um of like mickey mouse and i just i felt quite emotional playing it because i just mm-hmm. thought this i feel like i'm like eight years old again like playing <laughs> this and it, but in the best possible way yeah. and it's you see and the other thing is I'm, I'm really i'm liking the challenges of this as well because like you get through each level and it, you know you're supposed to um, save like a certain number of like the waddledies, you know these like yeah, other yeah. like little creatures. And at the beginning, it's quite easy to get through all of you know to get all of them in, in like your first run through. But then it starts to become more complicated, and it starts to be that like discovering where they all are, or you know fulfilling the criteria becomes you know uh, becomes more difficult as as the game goes on. Yeah, and- I definitely found that. And it's and I've got to the stage now where it's like I'm definitely not getting them all of them in like my first run through. Mm-hmm. And then it does this really good thing whereby, you know, at the end of the level it brings up your summary and then it will um show some of the ones that um you didn't reach and then give you a hint as to how you're supposed to do it. And the levels are short enough and sort of I'd I'd say easy enough that you can go straight back in and just think, Okay, I'm gonna give that a go now and see if I can see if I can make it. Mm. But some of the challenges in this are difficult. Like some of them are really quite hard. I mean there was one I I did I was trying to do just before I came on where you have to like race this car and get it like to um you know, under twenty seconds. And I can't figure out how to do it at the moment. There must be a (laughs) shortcut I'm missing. And but that's what I'm liking because I never got that with the 2D games of this, like at all. Mm. Like the the 2D, like the last one uh, was it Kirby Star Allies that came out. Yeah, that yeah. was there was no. I felt zero challenge to that at all. I felt like I was just going through the motions. I was playing it. Mm. This feels a lot more creative and a lot more like there's been a lot more thought put into how they could expand this and make this like more engaging uh, for people. It's really good. I'm- yeah, the challenge is a, is a weird one because you can get. If you go just from start to end the level, you can do it probably by running past every enemy. You can put, you can put, you, you know, there's not even a, a faintest whiff of you possibly dying. It's very easy. Whereas, yeah, like the various kind of challenges within a level definitely add a bit, and and that is the fun. I mean, I've been making a point of not going on to the next level until I've completed all the challenges. And that is, yeah, as James said, it was like finding all the Waddle Dees and they may be hit. Well, no, the Waddle Dees and levels are hidden. Uh, some are on like the main path. Some you have to go a bit, a bit outside the main path. And there's other things like finding alternative routes or taking down posters and, or just other little quirks you might find in the level. And and that's definitely where I found my fun playing this. It's not, it's not actually just getting to the end of the level is actually make it doing all the cramming all the other stuff in. But even, uh, I mean, they're, they're more of a challenge, sure, but they are not the real challenge. I mean, um, when you said about the, the car in the 20 seconds, are you talking about them treasure road stages, James? No, no, no. This this is in the in the main levels. Oh, okay, you, cool. you, you get to this in the third area. Like there's oh, there's like there's like you suck in a car and then you have to like do like racetracks basically, oh, which wow. is brilliant. Oh, fantastic. And, and the way it, fe- it feels so nice as well, like to like, you know, like, <laughs> skid around corners and stuff like that and like jump off stuff and all that it's and that's the other thing like the abilities that you get in this i mean the the general um ones for things like the fire and the ice and all that kind of thing that's exactly the same as in star allies but the sucking up the objects some of them are genuinely really very interesting to use and Mm. particularly i mean there's this one that's just a cylinder 
and you have to oh, yeah, do that's good, like yeah. a, have you seen have you, you haven't yeah, got yet that, to yeah, the yeah. um there's there's another bit though where you have to do like a um a challenge with that and it's like you have to like go down this like you have to like go down a, like a slope and you have to like hit like the blocks so that then the ones appear in front of you and oh, it's okay. just it's you have to you have to be really on it and it, it's great yeah so <laughs> those are when you see like a certain object in the environment and that isn't just like the standard okay i suck up like a fire where a sort of sword wielding enemy and then you have a sword or someone that's firing fireballs and you have fireballs these are like when you go into mouthful mode where you might yeah. see a vending machine or this like circular device or the car as we've seen in the trailers and stuff and yeah i i think they're they're good i mean i i feel like i'm already kind of I mean, bored is probably a harsh way of putting it. You haven't got to the good ones yet, Matt. No, I mean, I've I've done the car a bunch of times. I've done the, you know, done, like, the fan thing. I've done, like, the vending machine and it's it's cool and it's like the first time i was like okay this is interesting to see what i can do with this new ability how can i use it in level what's it going to make me do and i get obviously that there's there's more in in the next like in, in the levels moving forward so that's cool but yeah it, it was funny the first time um but i'm not just not blowing my world now but Matt, it, you it's still you haven't done the one with the you haven't got you haven't got done the one with the water but like balloon yet have you <laughs> No, the what I did, I did the one we on the boat with with that fan. Nah, that's which was, uh, it's, it's, which it's is the really wa- the water balloon is brilliant. Like it just sucks up all this water, and then he's just this massive like water balloon, basically <laughs> like waddling around, and it's just like spitting water at everything. And it's 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 great. It's it's really good. Um, I'm very encouraged by this because you know, I, like as we were saying, like with the demo, I. Like I was enjoying playing it with Isaac, but that that was it. Like there there was no incentive for me to play it on my own. Really, as you say, just the complete absence of of challenge in in those demo mm-hmm. levels was like right, okay. Um, but like I, I knew I was, get, I was I knew I was getting it eventually anyway. I'm waiting for Patreon payday, patreon.com forward slash tcgs. Um, but I'm. Um, just but you know purely as a like oh this will be nice to play with Isaac like it's been really nice because it's it's one of the first games where like he can just do it on his own um and needs very little assistance so then like I I do think the two-player stuff is a bit disappointing in that you know player two is just a waddle d with a spear um it's not it's not two Kirby's but it's sort of fine because it's really fun just like watching Isaac do all the the puzzle stuff and i just and then like but like it sometimes freaks out you know there's like massive balls that come at you and stuff yeah so there's a couple of enemies that freak him out so i'll i'll just step up and be like right no worries here you go jab him with a spear and then that's that's that um and equally like if he's sort of playing it um because you know like the camera just focuses on kirby the entire time so if i need to just check my phone or something (laughs) He doesn't actually notice that I've put the controller <laughs> down for 10, 20 seconds. Well, the, the camera thing is probably like, the thing I'm most disappointed. So I've played yeah. most in co-op. And yeah, um, yeah Elodie's absolutely loving it. It's mm-hmm. been great to play with her. But yeah, obviously disappointing that the second player only has a spear. The spear, mm. you can do a bunch of moves with it. Yeah. But no abilities like yeah. all the things we mentioned previously. But the camera's kind of the worst bit because yeah. it, it, could, it could basically... Elodie's all like, oh, I want to get that first. Or I want to go a ladder first or mm-hmm. do this first. But... Uh, Basically, if you're, it feels like the distance is so short that you can yeah. move very, very short distance. And suddenly, like, uh, well, in this case, Elodie's kind of transported to me rather yeah. than, okay, you got the ladder first. No, you can't even go the ladder even, sometimes because yeah, it transports to her back to me. So yeah. I wish I would change that a little bit because that's just a mm. bit too restrictive. Mm-hmm. But I get why they're, I get why the camera's focused on Kirby, but mm. it just means is you can't really have another player running off 
at all. Like bare, barely at all because well, it's exactly. you, like, you want to let her be Kirby. That's well, what you want to do. I mean, I, f- I feel like I will do because it's just yeah. she was getting bored and <laughs> yeah, she wanted all the abilities. It's just one of those things, isn't it? It's like this this problem has been solved a lot of times. Like just let the camera pan out a bit and like okay, like maybe there has to be one player that it does ultimately focus on if you both run off in different directions, but. Like just let I mean, it the pan out a the bit. The levels are massive. Like, yeah. They could do it so the yeah. camera goes a bit wider. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I get the ability stuff. You know, it's mm-hmm. maybe only have one player doing that. I get that, uh, but yeah, the camera's kind of the, the most egregious part of that. Yeah. Right? Do you know, I'll tell you what did this really well mm-hmm. was Knack. <laughs> it's a great game. All right, okay. It's a great I'm game. Joking. It, do that. it was. It was really good. Well, it. It. I don't know how, but it, it kept both on the screen really effectively. Mm. Like I think mostly by like zooming out the camera and stuff like that. But it worked. It worked very well. The um the one I I miss um because it was this was in the Lego series for a long time and then they stopped doing it was that as you like you know if you've got two players both on screen at the same time if you then run away from each other it then brings the split screen in. it's like a dynamic split um so oh, that's great you know, so if you both like if you know you're both on the screen one of you runs left and one runs right then it splits it down the middle vertically but then if you're top and bottom and run one runs towards the camera and one runs away it splits it horizontally and it like moves around and then sort of seamlessly brings you back together once you you rejoin and it's amazing like and i'm not saying it was easy to do but you know what i mean when you're just like well look someone did this like six seven yeah, years really ago clever. it's <laughs> the problem's been solved like just do that but yeah but yeah speaking of co-op yeah I, I've, mm. I've been so impressed with elodie i mean like she doesn't play a lot of games she's done loads of animal crossing mm-hmm. and things like minecraft or two-point hospital or the sims oh, yeah. but not really kind of combat focus i mean she did like a bit of um um uh, uh bowser's fury oh, uh, yeah. as part of 3d 3d um 3d world mm-hmm. but oh, is it 3d land 3d world it's one of 3d world uh, but uh, but but she hasn't really done a lot of combat stuff. But I, I, she we got to the first boss of this, and I was like, okay, I might have to like kind of step in and and help her. But no, I was blown. She did a whole thing that first time on her own, and mm. you know, for someone who doesn't really do this, you know, it the boss required some strategy. Yeah. It required like kind of taking the time, hitting the boss at the right moment, kind of dodging backwards at the right time. I was mm. I was like, oh, this is, it was such an amazing moment. I mean, obviously, my, all of our kids like play games, and I'm, I'm sure yours like play more or have done much more, but. For someone like Elodie, who doesn't really hasn't done an awful lot of this kind of combat focused stuff, at least, yeah. I was, yeah, I was so, I was, I was so proud. Like she did the whole thing first time. We like high five. It was just amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, amazing moment. But yeah, we play most of the time in co-op, and she's really, really enjoying it. Even you can say like the gameplay is simplistic, but um, it's a perfect kind of level for her, and it's been really great playing together. Because mm. I, I like also, the idea of sorry, James. I just the, 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 I like the idea of like playing it through with Isaac and just getting through the levels, and then. When he's not around, like me going back and doing like all the objectives and stuff. That's Is exactly that... what I'm yeah. doing, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> when she's in bed, I'll then make sure 100 percent it and make sure I do all the bits and collect everything we've missed up to that point, and then we'll play a new level yeah. together. And I'll yeah, at night time I'll do all the collecting. No, mm. so that's exactly how I'm playing at the moment. Sorry, James, go on. But I was going to say the the main thing I like. That I would really would get across with this is like don't write this off until you got to like the third area uh-huh. or whatever yeah. as being like this is too easy, it's too simple or whatever because mm-hmm. it I think it becomes a significantly more interesting at that point yeah. and uh, yeah then becomes really great which is uh, well, which is good. I think the treasure road stages are really interesting. So these are like kind of you have five or six kind of levels in each hub 
And but you also have this treasure road stages where they're like very small, very short challenge levels where it's a race against the clock. You got to get from start level to the end of level. They're often very short, but they're also often they're all they're all about a certain ability, whether that's mouth mode where you're sucking up like stairs or mm-hmm. another ability, or one of the abilities you've already earned, like sword or ice or fire. And these are kind of mini puzzles and. Whereas in like most Mario games, it feels like you can get to the credits and there's not really a lot of difficulty, but actually that's when, in inverted commas, the real game starts after that, and mm. that's when you have things like the Final Moon Challenge and other stuff. It feels like this is this diff- this is a quite a challenging section from the first moment you start the game. I mean, the first one, I had to play a few times to get under the target time. You don't have to get under the target yeah. time, of course, but it's there for an extra challenge. But I was like, hang on, this is like the, fir- the first one. I think the first or second one, I was like, I'm struggling to get under 40 seconds. And so there's, there's a challenge there from the off if you want I'm, to go and focus on these treasure road stages as well. See, I've completely given up on trying to get under those targets, Matt. They're really, really difficult later on. Like, really, yeah. really difficult. They're I, like, I did the first few, and but I, I, there's one with the stairs, and I almost like, want to throw my Switch through a window. Because I felt like... <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the Malfa mode generally can be a bit uh, tricky sometimes. Mm. And whereas if you're doing it against the clock, and I was like moving staircases around, I was like, yeah, this stage can just fuck off. I'm not into this at all. But yeah, most of them, I find them really interesting, really challenging. And it is like a, I'm trying to get under the target time for all of them. But yeah, they're not easy. But that challenge is in there from the first moment. It's not you have to get to credits or you have to get to the last few. Like the first few of them are difficult. But I really like that. Cool. There's also Waddle D Town, which is like yeah. a once you've completed like the first few levels or maybe the whole first group of levels, mm. um, Waddle D Town opens up, and that's like a hub world with a bunch of buildings, and one building is where you go to upgrade your your um, your weapons and abilities, and the more kind of Waddle Ds you save in the game, uh, say when you say fifty or sixty or greater numbers than that, new buildings open up and. There could be there's like a, a restaurant with like a mini game in there. There's like <laughs> a place to watch like cinematics from the game. There's a place to enter codes for items you may have seen online. I haven't seen okay. a code online, but so this like little town builds up gradually. The more Waddle Dees you save, and it's it's quite a cool little area. What do you think of that, James? Yeah, especially I mean the codes are quite interesting because if you completed the demo, they give you a code at the end of the demo that you can then like oh, okay. type oh, in nice. there. And I mean, the one I got, I just got it was it was called like Clear Demo, I think it was, and then you just get three hundred coins. Cool. Like, I'm going to add that myself later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, can, you can add all of them. There's there's loads. I mean, if you look online, there's there are more. Yeah, because um, when I got something, it's like, hey, so add any you may have seen online. Like I haven't seen a single one of these <laughs> online, but yeah, get on the forums, mate. Also, there's like these capsules in the world where it's like little like models, in like like the capsules you'll see uh, in a in a toy shop oh, or yeah, a supermarket yeah. where you go there you put 50p or a pound you turn the little crank a little thing comes out in a capsule with like some models in those are also in the game and there's hundreds to collect um and those are dotted around the various levels but it's also one of the machines in model d town where you can spend the currency you're earning playing the game just to keep basically trying to unlock new and i think there's like 250 odd of these it's these ridiculous models. yeah it's it's it's, there's there's a lot of those. It's just it's just collectibles, you know. There's not they don't have any function apart from just they're nice, you know, to have. <laughs> but I, I was surprised that there was like the whole restaurant mini game, James. Have you done much of that? Is, no, I've not was, actually touched so, that yet. <laughs> Go on. So yeah, so one of the buildings you unlock is a restaurant yeah. or cafe, uh-huh. and then uh, just based on the number of waddle d's you save, and then there's like mini game you can play one player or more or two players. 
And yeah, basically, it's like it's not overcooked, but it's basically like <laughs> serving dishes as quick as you can. And that's just like a mini game in Model D Town. Amazing, just thrown in there. And and I, <laughs> I think there's gonna be lots more. I mean, maybe I'm overthinking it but it feels like there'll be lots of mini games maybe like secrets of that area there's like you can jump on some roofs and i think maybe like find hidden areas well, i'm not sure but i i like that it's like a nice little kind of hub world you go back to and also as i said that's where you upgrade levels and upgrade uh ability sorry and when you complete those treasure road stages the uh, prize you get is this currency that enables you to upgrade your weapons and your abilities so you can do like more fireballs or I think you get I think your sword gets a lot bigger um and, and the various abilities you get by sucking up certain enemies you can upgrade them for even more power uh, and, and and those ability upgrades are massively helpful when it comes to treasure road stages like mm. there's one that we can provide like um a well, it's like a boomerang slash frisbee thing. And then one of the upgrades mm. is it actually then you can throw two. And that's really helpful in some of the treasure road stages where you've got to, where you have that ability and you've got to hit certain like gems around the level. So yeah, the upgrades seem really crucial if you want to hit those target times on the treasure road stages. Cool. This sounds really good. I'm I'm very happy because, you know, as I said, I, I, having played the demo, I was like, ah, okay, maybe this, you know, this will just be a thing I play with Isaac and then he'll get bored of it and then that'll be that. But no, this sounds legitimately ace. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it more than I kind of thought I would. I was mm-hmm. looking forward to it and I was mm-hmm. disappointed when when you two both said about how basic the demo was yeah. and I was like, uh, you know, and, and the reviews have been fine. Yeah. Um, but although it's simplistic, and, and I guess I'm only like second level and second area of levels, and that seems from what James is saying is going to change, but it's simplistic, but it's just kind of nice and there's lots of things to do and it looks nice and mm. yeah, performance is decent, music's lovely, and I've had a great fun playing co-op. So no, I'm actually really impressed, even though I may have gone in with quite low expectations. Mm. It's obviously not a Mario game. Yeah. It's, it's not that, it hasn't got that kind of charm, but it's mm. got... It's got a lot of everything, but it doesn't quite add up to what makes Mario games so special. Yeah. But no, I'll be really impressed so far. Cool. All right. Um, James, you've got one other game. Yeah, I've got Horizon Forbidden West. The other thing I can't... Did I talk about um, Far... Oh, what's the name? What is it called? Far Changing Tides. Tides. That's it, Far Changing Tides. Did I talk about that last week? I don't remember. You did, yeah, I think. Or was it because I finished that? Okay. I did, did I talk about finishing it? I can't remember. I think I think you did because I think you said you guessed the ending yes, mile that's off. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was an idiot. Yeah, for not. and the game was generally disappointing. I thought, but you know, I, I don't, don't know. think that's what um, you said. But yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the more I think about it, the more disappointed I feel. About it. <laughs> okay. It's um. Right. Yeah. It, no, it was. It's, it was, it's one. It's gone no, go on, what you I was going to say it was interesting. Yeah, hearing that discussion and you saying about like the the total lack of of peril. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just weird because I think if I if I'd known that going in, I'd have had a much nicer time because I just mm-hmm. spent the entire time feeling like a bit anxious that like stuff was going to blow up or something was going to go really wrong, and it never did, which was disappointing. But also, yeah, if I'd known that that was how it was going to play out, then I'd have just taken it all a lot easier and just had a nicer time, just sort of absorbing it and not worrying so much. Um, but yeah, see, I, I just felt like the puzzles I didn't think were as interesting. Mm. I, th- I thought I didn't find the puzzles very interesting at all, yeah. and I, I just, it just felt like this was a retread of the first game, but just a bit worse. Yeah, you know, than the first it's, game. It's, that, it's that was my. It, it's yeah, it's like, <laughs> and like the whole thing with the ending, which again we won't spoil, but you know, obviously we've we've sort of made it clear it sort of relies on knowledge of the first game. It's like it. Mm. 
the best bit is the ending and it's and it makes the first game better mm-hmm. not the, not the do you know what I mean like more than know, it improves that's the second the, game like it's and that's the problem because I didn't really care about the character by the end and I was just like oh yeah okay great <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know maybe that's just me but yeah I, I, I didn't enjoy it as much at all as the first game the first game I thought was amazing yeah. I really enjoyed it as an experience mm-hmm. but this one I thought was um yeah, not just quite. the first game, but worse. Yeah. Um, anyway, the only other thing I played is Horizon Forbidden West, which mm. I've put a lot of time into now. Mm. I mean, I, I think I'm nearly at like 30 hours or something, but I'm not, I haven't finished it. Like, I've only, you know, Matt, you know, there's like those three main quests that you have to do. Yeah, and that's basically what the game turns into. See, I've done two of those. I've got, oh, okay. Is it? Is there just one more then? Is there, is there more after that? After no, I've no, done no. that it's, one. it's just one more, just one more, yeah. Okay, that's that's maybe because I've also done loads of side missions as well. Like I've done everything I possibly could do with that, and also some of the the other stuff. And it's just, I mean, the main problem so, with this game. You've done every side quest. Not every side quest in the game, <laughs> but I've done every one that I've come across. But I've oh my done, god, okay, I've done well. loads as well. I mean, there's been a lot of yeah, like toing and froing, going backwards and forwards, and some like in to begin with, I really did try and sort of listen to all the dialogue and stuff. But then after a while, you do start to think, yeah, I, I I'm skipping this because I don't really care like that much about. <laughs> yeah, some of these so many conversations you have in the hub, like they go on forever. And and but mm. I, I did make a point of listening to everyone because as I said previously, I thought it would be like a you know, the more I do this, maybe that character will help me out more because I've gone to more of a relationship with them but it doesn't really pan out that way but still yeah they talk a lot an awful lot but the, i mean the whole game is too long like there's just <laughs> it's, it's far too long and it also it feels like really overproduced like in a in a massive way it just feels like they there are it ticks far too many boxes like far too many things that i think they felt that they had to do with this mm. that it kind of loses sight of what it is and like of itself and i think that's a shame because if this was a more focused experience i think it could be a lot more fun i mean the combat in it is really good and i love the whole like laying traps and targeting enemies and all that kind of stuff and there is a really compelling loop of like the exploration combat discovery it's just that the story doesn't. I don't care, really, <laughs> is the problem. And it's just not grabbing me. I just don't care about any of the characters. But there is something that is keeping me coming back. Because, I mean, I sat Sorry, there... So you don't care about any of the characters, or is it... No. no I don't, so... I, okay. I'm finding it very difficult to really engage with any of them. Like, they, I just don't find it very interesting. Like, I don't, I don't find the story that they're trying to tell, like, terribly interesting either. It's just, I love the environment and I love, like, getting around that. I love, like, discovering new machines and stuff like that. That's where I've, I found the enjoyment from this. And it, it, as I said, it has kept me coming back. I mean, I've sat there and played it for, like, two hours or whatever in a row and just then been like, I want to continue playing this because it is really fun, like, the mechanics of this. But... I just wish it had a better story. Do, do you not um, even like Catalo? Which one's that? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> he's, the guy, he's the guy with one arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's all right, it, I guess. He, I, I love that dude. I, I, and I, that was the only one where like, I will do all your side missions because I want to see how this thing ends. He was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all right, I guess. So. I mean, actually, I like most of the side characters, but he was the only one where I'm like, I'm going I'm to do this. I'm going to do your side missions. Definitely, hundred percent. But it's just it's too wordy, though. Like there's there's too much conversation that is just. Uh, it, it's the same problem I had with the Great Ace Attorney. Actually, mm. like I mean, I'm I'm still playing those games. Like I finished the first one. I'm about halfway through the second one, but it's so verbose. Like there's just so much that's completely needless to like you know. It, it's just 
Oh, it, so it's, I, you know, I've said this a million times, but I didn't play the first one. Does that is that different to the first game or of what? Of, of, I mean, in terms of how much dialogue there is, is the first the one exactly the same as this? No, there's nowhere near as much as this. Like, I swear, this is this has got a lot more, like a lot more dialogue, like significantly more. I mean, it must have cost them a fortune to like do all of this, <laughs> like recording everything and doing that. Especially whole thing. like yeah, every side mission, it the, the quality is unbelievable. The quality yeah. is of like a main mission, like the, the motion capture, the the you know the dialogue, the uh, the animation, the voice acting. It, it's all like absolutely top level. Um, so and no, and not a cheap game at all. But it feels like I just feel overwhelmed by it. Still, like even though I've unlocked most of the map now, you like you look at the map and it's like worse than Ubisoft level, <laughs> like in terms of icons. Like it's ridiculous, like the amount of content in this. And I think like if this is your only game that you were going to play for like the entire year, you could probably do that, and that would be fine. But the trouble is, is I you, you feel like you're missing out on stuff if you don't like if you don't engage with like particularly like the side missions and stuff. It's um. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it just, it's a weird one. It's ridiculous I, complaining about there being too much, but it is too much. No, that's, like, that's valid. Like, I, I, I know what you're saying. Like, it feels ridiculous because ultimately there will be people who like this is this is the only game they can get this year or whatever, and they'll be absolutely thrilled about how much of it there is to do. But yeah, as a relatively time poor player, it just feels like an obligation after a while, doesn't it? Or an imposition, yeah, even that you just like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see someone putting hundreds of hours into this, mm-hmm. hundreds, like, almost like, you know, destiny levels of, of gameplay mm-hmm. because there's just so much to do. Mm-hmm. And if you're into that, that's amazing. I mean, I, as I said, like the visuals pulled me through, story didn't do much for me, characters apart from a couple, well, even arguably like side characters were, were way better than, than Aloy. Uh, but I'm happy I finished it. I, I wasn't going to like quit. Um, but yeah, it didn't speak to me the way it has spoken to a lot of other people. Mm. But you see, they, I mean, Sony in particular keeps talking about like how expensive these games are to make. <laughs> you know how we have to charge this amount of money. They're so expensive, and it's like you can see why when you play something like this. It's insane, like the amount of content and like the quality of everything in this. Why not just make things slightly smaller and <laughs> maybe it won't cost so much or whatever? It's like I don't, I don't understand. There's a it's, there's a comfortable um, halfway point between this and Pokemon Legends Arceus, isn't there? yes yes there is because with Arceus you just like come on like you definitely could have spent more on this and made it look a bit better (laughs) run a bit better some voices would be nice yeah yeah but I mean yeah the the quality of this isn't I mean I'm still absolutely blown away by how it looks Mm -hmm. like in in, sometimes it's like yeah that that never stopped through through the entire game and that's arguing the most impressive thing at the first I was like wow this game looks good and by the end credits I'm like wow this game looks good <laughs> you know 50 <laughs> odd hours later yeah so. because even the the best looking games you often get sort of I don't know sort of fatigued by it by the end don't you, you sort of stop seeing it whereas yeah like all I've heard about this is how good it looks from beginning to end so yeah I mean the, the characters aren't the characters are easy the best I've ever seen in any game mm-hmm. ever it's just the animation the how they it, it, they look so they just look unbelievably good, mm. and um, wow, where we're we going to be in like a couple, two, you know, five years time if it mm. looks this good now? It's just mesmerising seeing those characters, and that's why I did kind of, you know, listen to a lot of conversations because I never kind of got bored of seeing those characters just talking and and engaging with each other. Do you remember when we thought, like, for a little bit, it really seemed like the tech in LA Noir was the future? <laughs> 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 yes, and that's like, like I remember. Just you know, 
just very briefly just thinking like, well, how am I going to go back to games that don't use this, this, you know, this face capture tech? And I was yeah. just like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Completely surprised. I mean, Matt, I was playing this and I was just, the whole time I, keep, I also keep just thinking, imagine like a first person shooter or something in this environment, mm. like how cool that would be, mm. you know, to have something like that with this level of detail. Mm. But I don't think they're going to do it that. This is a stunning ASN from World Game. So make it a bit more linear. I mean, Last of Us 2 looked amazing. I remember looking, I remember thinking it looked amazing at the time, and I think it probably did. But just look at Horizon. It's just, it's another level. It really is. Uh, but you are going to finish it, aren't you, James? Uh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, mm. I'm, I don't know if I'm near the end or not, but I, it, this is the thing. I, I started to feel like I'm coming towards the end of like, because I've done so many side missions and stuff like that. I've done two of those like main you know, core like quests kind of things. And I started to think, oh, I feel like I'm coming towards like, you know, at the end of this now, but then maybe not. It just feels like they just keep adding no, new no, things. Yeah, you are definitely on your way to the end. I, I still found that every one of those, oh, just one more mission to go, but that's still like an hour because uh, each one kind of takes its time. But no, you're definitely, you're definitely, definitely making your way towards the end. I mean, you obviously like um, 100%ing things. Uh, is there any no, chance not- of you thinking, I will do every mission in this game now? Absolutely no chance. I mean, I'll do, I think I'll do as many side quests as I come across. Like, I like doing that, but I, there's no way I could do this 100%. I mean, have you seen the list of like things on this? Like, you just, you just go into like the, the menu and it shows all the things, all the collectibles and all this kind of thing. You're just thinking, this is madness. Like, this is utter madness. Like, when you see the amount of content here of like stuff. Yeah. But then also, the problem with that is a lot of it is quite repetitive as well. So you're just thinking, I don't think I want to do this, you know, like over and over and over again. It's like, yeah. and I'm just somebody who played Pokemon Legends, <laughs> and I did that over and over. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I need to get that finished. I'm near the end. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you it do, is you good. definitely do. Yeah, it is good. It just, it just increasingly, as I was getting through, it just felt like a proof of concept for <laughs> Scarlet and Violet, basically. But oh, we'll we'll see. Um. Right, I have been playing computer games. Um, Elden Ring. Excellent. You're on the right show. Elden, Elden Ring is ongoing. Um, so I've done, I can't remember where I was up to last time I spoke about it, but I've done Margit, I've done Godric, and now I'm at uh, Rhea Lucaria, the, the Wizard Academy, which is literally like, oh, what if Bloodborne had Hogwarts in it? It's incredible. Um, oh, awesome it's yeah really good but i mean obviously that's you know main quest progress i've also done like fucking loads of other shit um just exploring the world and finding stuff i'm I'm finding it really pleasant and i know that you know maybe this isn't like the intended experience but like you know just like watching like a, a varty video thing about like oh here's like you know, where to get this armor set or here's like some stuff you can do to sort of give yourself a leg up in the early stages of the game and blah, blah, blah. And just kind of following those but allowing myself to wander off if I see something interesting or cool. Um, and just, yeah, just just having so many threads to pick out, so many ways to sort of investigate the world and just either being guided by, you know, like a set of instructions or my own curiosity and sort of, and either is fine, you know. Um, yeah, it's. I, I think that is so important. I mean, yeah. I, I I looked at. I'm not thinking it was Vasty Video. A couple of a couple of guys like you know how to be like OP or how to be really powerful. Mm. And I was like, you know, following that, and it, it felt like I was on a tour guide, and it yeah. was amazing yeah, yeah. actually. Just 
I thought, I'll watch this video and saying, go here and then do this. And I was like, yeah, a lot of people might turn their nose up at that saying, listen, you play this game, you got to do it all blindfolded or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just amazing. Like, there's so it feels like this game is so vast. There's so many so many places to explore, so many discoveries around every corner. But doing it like just you know to to try and get a certain armor set, as you said, mm. it's just it's a it's a really fantastic, exciting way to play the game, even if it is totally completely alien mm. to a lot of other people who play the games their own way. Yeah, totally. Like, like you say, it's like it's just, yeah, it's just like having a tour guide, and it's not. <laughs> so even when you, I mean, a lot of the like certainly the Varty stuff is very sort of bullet point, like oh, go to this bit, go here, go here, do this, but it's not. You know, it, it kind of skips a lot of steps. So if it's like oh, get to this point on the map, and you're like right, okay, that'll be like this evening's project like <laughs> you know there's a lot of stuff you can just sort of run through with the horse but there's you know there's bits that you can't or as i say you might just see stuff and be like oh actually what's that and sort of get distracted and and it's all valid there's yeah. like you know there's rewards for basically everything it's not like you you know do a boss or finish a little dungeon or whatever and think like oh well, that was a fucking waste of time you usually get something cool even if it's you know not necessarily something that's like suitable to your character um like it's all it's all valid and it's all rewarding um i think the only thing uh, like listening to the discussion about it last week you know i think I mean, it's mainly mainly dave saying it, i think but like oh how how is breath of the wild 2 gonna stack up after this i think i said that yeah, i but... think it's gonna be fine because i feel like like the only thing that sort of hampers my enjoyment of elden ring still at this point is like yeah, like, you know, you see things and you get curious and you go exploring and you're like, oh, I wonder, wonder what's over there. And then you get there. And a lot of the time, it's a fucking massive enemy that can flatten you in two hits, right? Which is fine. Like, that's what that yeah. game is is about. But I, I, I am still up for, like, that sense of discovery, but where it's not necessarily a fucking hard boss at the end of every, you know, investigation. Like... Like I think, like Breath of the Wild had a more, a more, more, yeah, more pure sense of like adventure about it, right? And that some things you would discover, and it would just be like a nice, cool thing, not necessarily another fight. And and you know, and there's room for both. Like I'm not slagging off Elden Ring. I just I think there's I think there's still room for Breath of the Wild two to offer something different. But yeah, I mean, for me, like like seeing the scary boss is part of the adventure. Like no. Being mm. scared to turn a corner or go into a cave, that's like what the hell's gonna be down here. And yeah, it may ultimately end up in yeah, it's a massive boss that flattens me in two seconds. Mm. But yeah, and, and I obviously love Breath of the Wild and I can't wait for the sequel mm. and, and and all that. And I think I think you said Sean is absolutely correct. But mm. yeah, for me, that adventure is you know, what is going to be around the corner? What monstrosity am I going to see? <laughs> I'm kind of scared to go further into the forest, but I also don't want to stop myself going further into the forest. Yeah. yeah. I hope people don't compare them too much. I know they're going no, to. No, it's inevitable. We're going to have to do it on our fucking Game of the Year show, James. Just wait for that. That's oh. going to be a big old laugh, that is. That's... <laughs> but yeah, I know, I know what right, you mean. We, all, we already know that Tunic's going to win. Well, yes, point, as, yeah. as we've heard. I'll Tick. talk about that in a minute. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I, I know That's what you mean. I, I, obviously, the comparisons are inevitable, but I, I think they're going to be distinct, you know, d- different flavours of the same thing i think i think they're both there's going to be room for both i think they're both going to have i think they're both going to excel at things that the others you know that doesn't okay but, right right uh, honestly like uh sean do you think breath of the wild 2 is coming out this year i honestly don't know 
Um, I James, what do you think? I would not be surprised. I already if it was delayed. But one of my predictions wasn't my prediction this year that it wasn't going to come out this year. Oh, was it? I can't remember. But yeah, I, I, I don't remember. think it will. Yeah, I, I don't think it will either. I think March but... next year is what will happen. Well, it, it would save the game of the year awkwardness. So, <laughs> in, in that sense, I'd but be. In which uh... case, I'm wearing this year. <laughs> I want a battle. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows? Um, but we've seen that Nintendo haven't coped brilliantly with with COVID and stuff, right? Um, no. And I know, like you were saying last week, about that it still feels like a game that maybe warrants new hardware, but doesn't sound like we're getting that anytime soon. But I don't know. But yeah, Elden Ring, it's really good. Did you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't played for a while because I've been like I broke for Tunic and mm. now Kirby. But I'm going to go back to it once once those it's, it's... games are done. I think. Unless anything else just comes out in the next few weeks. But I think it's pretty quiet the next few weeks, unless I'm mm. forgetting something. Thank God. It's been a funny. It's been a funny one in that I don't like. It, it makes me not. It makes me less asked about playing other games, but also I'm not always in the mood for it. Like because it's it's difficult and stuff. Like if I'm turning the Xbox on at 10 p.m., I'm probably not putting Elden Ring on because I haven't got the energy for it at that point. But then I'm also like, yeah, but most other things I play are not going to be as interesting. So maybe yeah, I'm just not going to play. What I find interesting about it is that uh, when I was playing a fair bit mm. is that uh, uh, that could be my 10 o'clock game but mm. i would then not do any bosses yeah. i'll just go exploring yeah, just go wandering whereas yeah. okay it's now a 10 o'clock game but now tonight i'm gonna try and do a boss mm-hmm. or do this or progress more in the story so mm-hmm. yeah i kind of treat it as both mm-hmm. and that's why it's just such a bloody good time sink. yeah oh uh and last thing is yeah i remember matt you mentioned ages ago you went down a lift that went really really far down and it was quite scary yes yeah holy shit that area fuck man uh, did you explore more of the area then yeah man i think i've done i don't know all of it i think i have oh right um yeah fucking incredible it looks it looks stunning from the lift yeah. but i was like nope straight back up oh I man def- definitely definitely go in you can you can basically run through the the first bit um and then it, it opens up and just gets even more beautiful so yeah, yeah. definitely have a it, look uh, i wasn't like i don't suffer with claustrophobia but i was like no no i, I need to be back on, on the ground <laughs> i'm scared enough sometimes on you know on ground level mm-hmm. let alone being 500 foot down yeah. in what looks like quite a scary area <laughs> um but yeah uh right what else uh yeah so gta online um so this is uh odd in terms of i, I don't really know what happened here so i redeemed the code for it um and it downloaded downloaded what it called gta online right that was the the name of the game as far as the xbox was concerned you're playing on xbox yes it's on the series, series s right yeah um and yeah so it downloaded installed and then loaded it up and it was like oh yeah do you want to do online do you want to do the campaign i was like let's do the campaign because i mean that first half hour of the campaign is just great right you know i mean just all the yeah the dialogue and everything is just so tight it's funny it's just a really nice thing to occasionally revisit so yeah so i did did that and it was cool closed it and then turned my xbox off and then the following day i turned my xbox on and it was like oh i'm downloaded gta 5 now and i was like what I've already like they were listed as two separate games, GTA Online and GTA Five, and I and and I thought like oh like is one of these for the campaign? But then I played the campaign last night on the game that said it was GTA Online, 
So I don't know what that's about. All I know is... Right, hang on. So you, you downloaded one thing and it had both in. Well, yeah. So I downloaded GTA Online, which appeared to have the campaign in it. And then later the Xbox was like, oh, I am also downloading GTA Five, which is a separate game. So I don't know what the deal is there. Hmm. Um, I, and normally Xbox is really good at that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit confusing. So I've now uninstalled what it said was GTA Five because it was another 80 gig. Um and have have just played what it calls GTA Online. That also includes the GTA Five campaign, as far as I can tell. Um, it's, I mean, you know, obviously, obviously the, the upgrades are technical ones, right? And it looks amazing. It, it runs beautifully. Like the, the the fact that this game is as old as it is, it's just absolutely bizarre. Um, you can't tell. Like you, you literally can't tell. Like okay, some of the textures. Um, uh, perhaps not as sharp as you would like and stuff, but just in, in general, the, you know, the sense of being in the world. Like, you know, we've talked about the fact that cyberpunk um, is, you know, boasting about having, you know, like crowd behavior or traffic behavior that GTA was doing 10 years ago. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, like, you, you know, you play GTA 5 now and it's it's still, it's still like the best, uh, you know, in, in that field. Um, it's, it's, it's wild. Um, what was what was interesting is the way GTA Online works now, because um, obviously you know it's a an online you know service game. It's been running for as long as it has, and obviously you know as a fan of Destiny Two, I've been frustrated by the onboarding experience over time. Because obviously you know games as complex as this get just get more and more complex over time because that's what people pay the money for. You know people get really obsessed with these things and they just want an infinite number of things to do which makes it harder and harder to get new players in. Um however the yeah the onboarding with GTA online is really good. Um so I I wasn't going to start a new character. I my plan was to you can move over a PlayStation character to the Xbox and vice versa, but you can only do it once, I believe. Um however what I didn't realize is that you need to upload your character. So in my case I would have to have uploaded my PS4 character to then like recover it on the Xbox. I sold my PS4 a few months ago, so that's not happening. Ah. Uh, yeah, because um, you know, so I because I, I mainly played GTA Online back in the day on, on PS4, so I had a lot of money and, and stuff I'd bought. Um, however, it's like, oh, if you start a new character on GTA Online, you know, you get like four million to spend, and I was like, fair dues, that's pretty good. Um, but it's really interesting the way it does it in that it's not it's not just like all oh, right the game starts as it always did and you've got four million dollars off you go it's like you're sort of taken through a series of menus so like you make your your character like your basic appearance and stuff um and then it's like um so gta online outside of the heist the other thing is that like you run businesses right you run these like criminal businesses so it started out with like you know you can start a motorcycle club um and then it was like you know you you could create like a business with like a proper office, but it was like moving, you know, like contraband around. Um, and then there was like, you know, you could get like a secret underground bunker with more ludicrous stuff in it. And it, you know, so it kept sort of adding these new business types, right. As, as new things to do. Um, so yeah, so this just starts off. It's like, right, which one do you want? You can have a motorcycle club or an office or a nightclub or I can't remember. There's like one other. So it's like these four. This businesses. sounds like my careers teacher at school. <laughs> um, and I and like of the of the ones it offered, the only one I hadn't done previously was the nightclub. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll, let's do that." 
and yeah and you basically it then so then starts you in the game oh sorry yeah and you then you choose like you know which nightclub you want to buy there's like all different ones in the in the city um and then you can like buy upgrades for it and stuff and then you can also choose from like a selection of vehicles and and weapons and stuff um but crucially and interestingly you so of that four million it gives you you have to spend the first three before you can get in the world so it's not just four million to do whatever you want with it. it's like no you can have we will set you up in the game to the tune of three to four million dollars and then beyond the first you know whatever you don't spend as long as you spend more than three whatever you don't spend you then take into the world with you which i thought was a bit sly when you're if you're saying like oh you start a new game you'll get four million dollars it's like okay well not quite it just means i'll get a bit of a leg up yeah. and then some cash right you'll get the um, change yeah um but it's fine right because it, it again it just provides you with a way in it's like ultimately of course rockstar will are probably hoping that you will own every type of business and, and do you know all the different missions and stuff but as a new player it was cool to be able to just be like right well i want to run a nightclub and then you just get a you know a, a beginning like a new character arrives in the city and then straight away you get a phone call right you've got your nightclub like fucking get over there and sort it out and and you know and you're meeting with so gay tony's in it um although they just call him tony now which i thought i don't think anyone was upset at him being called gay tony didn't seem that risque um and considering yeah, there's like weird. other stuff that's still in gta 5 that they probably really should take out i don't know i thought that was a, a, a strange thing to do but whatever um and yeah so like he's in it and he's he's cool and funny um and uh yeah and it's i don't know i just thought as an onboarding experience for a well-established and long-running service game i thought it was really slick um and you know because it it was bad before it's like the menu it took ages the menus it's just like a whole ui mess but yeah it sounds good Uh, that they've onboarded better yeah man it's it feels pretty slick I would say. Does it start um, like proper like cutscenes with your custom character or yeah, man. or not? Yeah, there's there's okay. all cutscenes stuff. Like you ne- you never speak. That's the only thing, and obviously that comes across as weird when everyone else is talking. Um, but yeah, so I just I put in like a couple of hours, and I've got like a nightclub that's up and running, and I'm looking forward to dragging some mates in and doing some missions and stuff. I, I mean, I could quite happily. I never did all of the heists. I could happily do all of those from from scratch again as well. So yeah. See, I just had a look. I'm still trying to figure out how to play this on Xbox so that I just get the online portion. But I don't think you can do that. You have to buy a GTA Five. No, you, you can. They're separate. It's like it's nine quid for online and. Are you separate. sure? Because I can't yeah, no, find definitely, it anywhere. Because people, people will complain the fact that online is free on PlayStation and the main portion of GTA Five was only like nine quid for the first few weeks. It probably still is right. now. But if you wanted the equivalent on Xbox, it would cost you like nine quid for online and like another like 12 or 16 quid to get main GTA Five next gen on Xbox. That's what people are complaining at. Oh, really? Like 20, 26 quid on Xbox or nine quid or whatever is on PlayStation. I still can't find it. I mean, if you've already if you already finished GTA 5 campaign, like, I would still say getting GTA Online standalone is worth it. Like, 100%. There's just so much stuff to do in it. And like I said, it does rely on... It's definitely, like, way more fun with friends. Um, I wouldn't ever bother trying to, like, talk to strangers on there. Because they're mostly kids and they're mostly arseholes. Um, but broadly speaking, they're, they're not... Like they're not going to ruin your day unless you. I say there's, there's some missions where it sort of highlights you, right, and sort of encourages other people to target you, but they don't always bother. Um, 
So yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's it's, quite it's interesting because I know they released that kind of GTA Online single player stuff with like Franklin and Dr. Dre was in it. Yeah, and... yeah. I've not even got onto that stuff yet. So, um, so it does excited good, to have yeah. a look. Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably more on that as the months go on. I say I'm still sort of obsessed with Elden Ring, but we'll see. Um, yeah, Tunic is the other one. Um, I can't believe none of you seem to like this all that much. <laughs> I haven't touched oh, it. Oh, you not even yeah, still played I it? Played right, it. Okay. Um, I, I'm, and I'm not saying the criticisms aren't valid. Um, but I, so far, I'm, I've loved this. It's the stuff with the combat, as I say, is totally valid. I don't mind the way it feels, but I do think the the level of difficulty clashes with the way it looks and and sounds and feels and everything. I think it's it clearly puts itself across as not like a... I mean, yeah, the main character is cute, but it's not like a, a cutesy game. It's like, you know it involves, like, fighting and stuff, but I I think a lot... I think the way it's presented is, is why so many people are like, oh, fuck, it's actually difficult. This isn't really what I signed up for. Um... But yeah, I'd, I've just enjoyed like how, like because it is like a you know the stuff we were talking about with Elden Ring. It's kind of that, but massively condensed. Um, not you know, it's not as grand as Elden Ring, of course it isn't. But in terms of like discovering little things, figuring stuff out, doing little you know like okay, some difficult fights, but then also some interesting puzzles, some like cool stuff that's sort of hidden, like sort of little perspective tricks and stuff. Um, the stuff with the manual, I think, is is ace. You know, the picking yeah, up pages of the manual. Like, it's just a really nice, like, because obviously, it, obviously, they're trying to sort of recreate the feeling of like you've got, you know, like it's like you've imported the game. Like, so like ninety percent of what's in the manual is in a language that you can't decipher, but then it's just little phrases in English, and it's all just enough to to sort of push you towards figuring stuff out. Um, I think it's it's really nicely done. Um, but yeah, and like, but then I have like totally missed things. Like, I I didn't clock that you can level up your abilities. Um, yeah, at shrines. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, again, it's in there. It's in the book. Like, I just don't know for some reason skip that page. Didn't really, didn't really register. So I was like, oh man, this is this is getting too hard. Like, uh, and I did turn on the invincibility mode for a bit, and then you know, once I found out that you can improve your abilities, I was like, right, okay, no, this is fine. Turn the invincibility. Yeah, I only found that you can upgrade at shrines after you mentioned it in the group. Ah, okay, yeah. I was was like, oh, okay, shit. And I may have even read that page in the in the uh, manual, but it didn't quite click. But when you said that, I was like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I'll do that now. Yeah, it's really important, Um, and and I think quite a few people have have missed that Um, because I, you know, I saw a tweet that was like, "Hello, everyone seems to be skipping this, but you can (laughs) you can level up and stuff." so yeah, like that is kind of a a problem, um, and also the fact that like you know obviously it's really good that there is an invincibility mode um, for those that need it, but like maybe like a softer, you know, difficulty adjustment would you be want cool. Like a halfway between, yeah, them, yeah, just like well, you've got like yeah, you've got like an extra third on your health bar or whatever, just something to well, it's mitigate a stamina, it it's a stamina one, not that. I mean, well. I mean, yeah, I guess, but you, everything's still like as deadly as it was before. It's just infinite stamina means you can, you know, just keep rolling and and never get tired. So, like the stamina one definitely helps. 
Um, mm. But yeah, I feel like in terms of health, like just having that binary thing between like invincibility on or off is, I don't know, because obviously that just completely removes the challenge, right? Rather than just mitigating it a bit. Um, yeah, I used it for a bit and I just felt, mm. well, hell, this is kind of, I wasn't a fan of the combat before and now I'm just steamrolling enemies on down to think about yeah, strategy it's, it's at no all. More, so. Yeah, like the combat is made no more enjoyable by not having to think about it. It's actually just, makes it like more of a chore if anything doesn't it yeah and just makes mm. it feel like this is at least before it, it wasn't fun but i was having to think about it now yeah, i don't think yeah. about it, I can just run in and yeah wreck absolutely shop. um i mean i don't mind the feel of the combat i definitely agree like you, you know you're saying compared to death's door like it's it certainly feels a bit sticky um but i'm i don't know i'm, I'm all right with it um so yeah, I, I mean, I'm 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 really enjoying Tunic. It's it's almost a bit too similar in terms of the the, the things I like about it. It is almost a bit too similar to Elden Ring. I have a feeling I'm gonna either finish or get fed up with Elden Ring first, and then properly like finish Tunic. Well, um, what about it is is that similar? Do you think? It's as I say, it's just the fact that it's it's this open world, and it's kind of you know what you're supposed to be doing next is constantly like somewhat obscured, right? There are, there are hints right, as to yeah. what you're meant to be doing. And it's, yeah. So it's that sense of like, you know, in terms of an open world tunic is tiny compared to Elden Ring, but there's this constant sense of like, yeah, just discovering things and, and feeling smart for having worked some stuff out or doing like a difficult fight or, or whatever. Um Yeah. I, I really like it, but I, I get why people feel wrong-footed by like, oh shit, it's actually quite difficult. I don't think they needed to do that. I don't think the game needs it. Like, no. So it's it's not like, oh, well, you know, they made it hard, but actually if you get into the combat, it's really fucking good. Like, I mean, it, it is, but I'd have enjoyed it just as much if it was, you know, if it was just like Zelda-style difficulty, I think that would have made more sense. Especially because it, you know, obviously it very intentionally looks like a Zelda game. They've clearly done that on purpose. So oh yeah, them, heavily. Yeah, yeah. the fact it's called Tunic. Yeah, exactly. So to then be like, aha, it's it's that, but the difficulty is actually pretty harsh. Yeah, so I think yeah, that's just a bit I, of a shock. I, I do want to play it again. I, mm. I listened to the Next Lander podcast. That's obviously the, the guys who left Giant Bomb. Oh yeah, and they were talking about all these puzzles being incredibly like difficult mm. or weird, and they were mm. mentioning Fez. And I never played Fez back in the day, but lots of people talked about the puzzles and requiring like a notepad to yeah. play along and learn <laughs> the language of the game. Now, in like the I can't remember how many hours I played this game, but in like the two bosses I've done and various like areas, I have had some puzzles, but they've been pretty basic and mm. whatever i found in the instruction manual that has basically helped me solve the puzzle but mm-hmm. hearing the cast off and they were being they were trying they weren't spoiling anything but the things they're implying i was like actually this makes me much more interested in this game if there are like quite you know obtuse or long mm. like puzzles that require you to travel different places and think differently about the game i was like i haven't really seen that really in the playthrough i played so far so that actually makes me want to play more than yeah anything else so it's again Have you seen it's anything that, like that? that feeling of being given little threads to pull on, like the fact that you, yeah, so the game's got this made up language in it. And initially you're kind of like, oh, is this just nonsense? Like, is this just made, you know, all just like gibberish characters? Or is this a language that I can decipher? And then you kind of, and then, you know, three hours later, you're flipping through this in game instruction booklet and you realize there's a compass with, you know, characters pointing on like northeast uh north uh yeah, northeast south and west and you're like 
shit. So from that, I know what N, E, S, and W are. <laughs> right? Oh, so interesting. Yeah, and which, you know, in and of itself, I don't think he's enough to do anything with, but I'm guessing there are going to be other little things where you're like, oh, shit, like I can, you know, through context, I can work out other characters and then start, you know, building your alphabet. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to see how that stuff sort of pans out. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to go back to it um, mm. once uh, Kirby is done, maybe yeah. Elden Ring. But no, I, I, I want to go back to Kirby, then that, then back to Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, final thing about Tunic. Just just to be absolutely clear, not that I'm being overly defensive or, or bitter or anything. It oh, was, yeah. It you haven't been back on since. Uh... It was the publisher that said in February that it wasn't coming to Game Pass. <laughs> They tweeted about it. Since deleted, mind you. But I managed to find the uh, the cached version on Google just to make sure I wasn't going mental. Um, so, yeah, I, I was... A, have you have you pinned that as a I tweet? I might just... I'm not, I'm if anyone wants the screenshot, I'll happily send it over. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I was as surprised as everyone else when it was announced it was on Game Pass. But hey-ho. Um, right. That's it for what we've been playing. So we'll do the questions. If you want to send us a question, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. A curious listener says, re Cub Scouts, you put the image into my head last week. Now please flesh out what Dr. Torch from the Ceiling Farley would be like as a Cub Scout leader. Arrow of light for life. I had to look that up. Do you, know, you guys know what an arrow of light is? No, I never went to Cubs. No, what is it? It's yeah, it's a it's like a title you can earn in in Cubs or Scouts or one of the so other. So none of us went to Cubs or Scouts. I no, I I did Cubs, yeah. I did. I did Cubs, yeah, yeah but then I I didn't do Scouts. It was so weird because when I I feel like I might have talked about this before, but maybe not. Like I did Cubs and it was amazing and then one day it was like, Okay, like you're old enough to join Scouts now, do you wanna do Scouts? And initially I was like, no, nah, I'm all right. And then sort of a few months later, kind of missed it. I was like, yeah, do you know what? Let's, I'm going yeah, to join Scouts. Why not? Not realizing that like the, the cutoff point between Cubs and Scouts is like when fucking puberty kicks in, right? So it's yeah. like you went oh, from yeah. like having like a nice time with your mates to just like, oh shit, everyone's just like fighting constantly. And, and I've got a boner. Like playing games where you like... <laughs> Like playing games with that. There's, oh. there's the uh, there's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, it just went from being like quite fun to just really horrific and aggressive. And I was like, yeah, no thanks. Um, so I, I've never done Cub Scouts. I, was, I don't even know anything about it. So mm-hmm. you do Cubs, and then the official kind of follow on is Scouts. Is that how it works? Well, there's because there's, there's beavers, right, yeah. and then there's Cubs, and then there's Scouts. Yeah. Right. But I know. And I, I see. I hated beavers. I, I, I skipped Sc- beavers. Cubs. Cubs, I really yeah, liked. It was yeah. great. And then I went to Scouts, but then football was on the same day, and I was like, I'd rather do <laughs> that. Priorities. So, well, at least you're still doing something yeah, outside. Yeah, I think I was very much like, oh, well, I've got a PC now, so I don't really want to do anything outside. Sorry. Um, yeah, I've got Minesweeper. Yeah, so yeah. Soldier badges. What else, what else do you need? Um, I mean, I was shit at getting the badges. Were you good at that, James? Uh, I had a few. Yeah, I imagine yeah, James I, was very I, good. I just at didn't that. give a fuck. I was like, I was like, no, it's just something I turn up and we just like. Just play games and stuff. It's fun in it. Didn't really the the whole idea of it being like a self improvement thing. I was like, nah. <laughs> All right. But do, do your kids or did your kids do it, James? 
Uh, they did actually. Uh, Rachel did. Actually, they both did. She yeah. did um, brownies, mm-hmm. and then Asher did. Um, yeah, he did beavers. Nice. Yeah, and then obviously they, they don't do that here, so it's not a thing. Well, they in do, general. but pretty different. Is it? Is it worth doing? Like again, as someone's never done it, like should I be putting energy into stuff or what? I don't know. I mean, Rachel really enjoyed it. Um, mostly because she went with people that she went, you know, she was at school with. So it's just all of her school friends went together oh, okay. and they just, yeah, play games and stuff like that. It was, it was nice to have her out the house for a, <laughs> an hour or it's, so. It's one of those things like I would never, <laughs> I would never push Isaac into it, but like I'll, I'll certainly mention it or like you know pitch it to him if he seems interested then i'll support him with it but if he like if he isn't asked i'm not going to be like no you should do this it's really good um i can sort of take it or leave it but i do i think he will like it when he's old enough oh we've tried to push ed in so much stuff because basically my parents well not my dad but my mum had like a quite a tough childhood where Mm -hmm. she was basically looking after the house like quite oh, early on so yeah. for me they didn't want to push me into anything because my mum said like you know no she had a tough life mm-hmm. Matthew can do what he wants but uh, but that basically meant I didn't do anything like there was no like <laughs> okay you're doing this you're doing this club so for Elodie we're like no let's at least say let you can do this and then we'll see how she's like so she's done every kind of dancing under the sun she did tennis she did football <laughs> she's done doing swimming at the moment mm-hmm. she's done other stuff she, she might, we might put in like a golf a golf like camp in the summer <laughs> she said she wanted to do that um, I think it's better to like push but we've never tried this Cubs or Beavers or Scouts or something but she might like it it's I mean, pretty I good there's kids from school would do it we we tried all sorts of things with Rachel. She did loads of different things, and Brownies is one of the only ones that really stuck. Um, because other stuff, yeah, she wasn't. I think that, didn't that's care that much. fine, though, right? Like, yeah, of course, yeah. A, you just um, as long as they have the opportunity to try these things, I think that's exactly that's really yeah. helpful. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure she'll just be happy to stay at home watching Netflix. And, yeah, and that's not happening. Um, um so what, what, what your answer? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say yeah, we haven't actually answered the. Question: Flesh out Doctor Farley as a as a Cub Scout leader. I mean, I don't I don't think there's much imagination required there. I think it's pretty. Yeah, it's, be it's good. Hard to see him. I think he'd be good at it. You know, about doing it. it, James. <laughs> I'd hate it. There's no way I'd ever do anything like that. Really? Yeah. What was? Sorry, you... you sound disappointed, Sean. But it's, yeah, it's... well, yeah. If you were running, if you were running a Cub Scout hut, I'd send Isaac to it. No danger. Really? Yeah, man. Thanks. Would you not? I mean, so like, if you had to like come up with a game in the woods, what would it be? Um, hmm. I mean, you know, you can just go for den building, but that's like that's low effort. Yeah, I was going to say building a fort or something like that. I think would be pretty good. <laughs> a bivouac. Yeah. 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 Build some forts. Build some fort. That'd All be right. cool. Is that it? It's a fort account. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it's like Fortnite, but they took the fucking building out of that, didn't they? They did, which is interesting, isn't it? Which didn't... It's coming back, though, apparently. Well, isn't it? Appro- some, apparently yeah. they're now thinking of, like, splitting it so you can have building or no building. Yeah, I hear apparently. lots of people actually know Fortnite's good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, people really building like it. an well, intricate tower right at the well, end. Because it makes sense, because that building stuff was only in there as, like, a holdover from the original game mode. Which yeah, wasn't from Battle Save Royale the at World or whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it kind of makes sense to just get rid, but whatever. Um... Right, Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS Commodore 64s, the Stampers, the Pickfords and the Houses are just some examples of brothers in the UK gaming industry. How would each of you fare if you had to start a gaming company with a sibling? Thank you for brightening up the week. Sincerely, Maria. Oh dear. I mean, that, I mean I, that would never happen for me. I've got a sister, but she's way older than me. And yeah, and? no interest in video oh, okay. games whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, her being old is not a barrier, James. It's the, the lack of interest that's the, the kicker. 
That that is probably the bigger problem here, right there. Well, no, she can take care of the business side of things. That's true. Yeah, maybe she do the yeah business manager. You, you're the ideas man. Yeah, yeah. You're the creative. She's the suit. Yeah, done. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay. Yeah. I go. mean, I, yeah. I've I'm probably the the luckiest one out of us because my brother is actually a software developer. All right. So done. He can do all that stuff. And Programmer I'll, and I'll, tick. I'll draw the pictures and make the noises, and <laughs> it'll be fine. You just keep saying these like, just make it do this, and then yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. Can you program it so it feels better? Make the guns feel good. <laughs> yeah, we need some emotion engine in this game. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. We? I'll have loads of really yeah. useful notes like that that'll be able to work with. Um, about you, Matt. So I don't talk to my sister as much as I should do, um, but let's not go into that here. Right, so ominous but right. um but we used to love playing games together so i mean i don't know maybe 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 we should do just so we can get a bit closer like we used to be yeah man so i might start to come and be like say, i know Rachel, yeah i know things haven't been great but i was thinking we could start a, a game developers <laughs> yeah. company together uh yeah we haven't talked for a long time we haven't talked as much as we should do for a long time mm-hmm. and i know you've got you know there's the kids and stuff mm-hmm. but I have started a Kickstarter, <laughs> yeah, and I would idea. like you to learn Visual Basic or whatever they use. <laughs> Unity. No, 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 don't just say that. No, you can use. Yeah. It's dead easy now. You can just use like Game Maker. You yeah, just, dreams. Yeah, just use Dreams. You just draw shit, and it's like there you go. It's a Mario. Look, it's like I'm just expecting by next this time next year, Unreal Five. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> you should have you see seen the that Matrix demo effects, like that? That basically, yeah. yeah. Right. No, but she's like, no, Matt, well, why don't you do that? Because you know a bit more. No, 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 I'm, I'm not going to. No, you do that. <laughs> I will do catering. <laughs> and then yeah, that's our company sorted. No, it wouldn't work. I would, I, it wouldn't, wouldn't that be good? But uh, no, I think Sean probably wins this one. Yeah, probably. I mean, if Dave was here, I don't think that would change, right? From from what from what little we know of his brother. Yeah, I don't think they're making games together. Um, Nathan, last question. Says, what would you do if you could be completely self-indulgent for a week? Let's suppose your wife has taken oh, wow. the kids to see the in-laws. You've got the week off work. All the jobs in the house have been done, and you've won, say, five hundred quid on a scratch card. <laughs> Basically, all the things that come with being an adult that hold you back are gone for a week. No once-in-a-lifetime things, but normal or fun stuff. What do you do? That's a really good question. I mean, I'm just staying up really late. <laughs> eating takeaways and playing video games is all that's going to happen that is, in that, that week. That is largely it, isn't it? Um, yeah. I, I feel like getting, like making or having the excuse to go out and do more photography would be a thing. Like I met up um, with friend of the show, Gary Dutton, the other week. Like we just met up in Manchester and he, like, he was up seeing his parents. And we were like, let's just go to Manchester and just have our cameras with us and just take pictures of stuff. Because it's so hard to just make the excuse to do that and because you feel weird doing it on your own as well anyway. But it was really, like, it was a really pleasant evening. Um, so maybe that would be part of it. Get out with the, the, the RC car as well. Just fucking go to some car park at 2am, Morrison's. Yes, and then round. combine it, combine it with, with the photography. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I'd finally do, because I've always thought it'd be funny to, like, Try and do a drone shoot where, like, I've got the drone, like, following the RC car. And I'm, like, driving the RC car around and seeing if the, the, the you know, the image recognition on the drone oh, can, yes. like, follow the car around. Yeah, I, I love seeing kind of those, like, um, cars drifting around track where the drone's following it. It looks oh, like Oh, those are absolutely insane, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some of those are ridiculous. Um, 
What else? I mean, there's there's got to be something. But like with James, like couldn't you could stay up late every night and eat takeaway now? Like, shouldn't you be making more the fact <laughs> that you know what I mean? Like, I can't. I can I channel go crazy <laughs> if I do that? It's like, it's, I mean, with good reason. I mean, it I, it would be really bad if I did that. Yeah. But um, yeah. Would you try? Would anyone try and like learn a new skill or something? Try and fuck that. Emerge what, after a week, a week off and I'm learning. <laughs> Absolute square. No way. I'm gonna. I, I tell you what. I will go to cinema more because I really yes. miss going to cinema. I yes. can go now, obviously, but it's just more of a yeah. hassle. And Jill and I can't go. And yeah, hundred percent because we've got LED. So definitely go cinema more. I'm certain that probably by Thursday of that week, I would be having an existential crisis though yeah. about like what am I doing with my life. <laughs> I know that that would happen. It's so uh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I fantasize about having time on my own, and then Jill and like Eddie will go out somewhere, which is rare, but. Mm. And then two hours in, I'm like, fucking hell, this is, yeah, I can't I do? do this on my own. This is horrendous. What am I doing? Like, you do get that, how, like, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Like, if there's, it's, it's strange. Like, because I, like, I, I already dread, like, Isaac moving out. Oh, yeah, I don't want to think about that. Because <laughs> even though, like, I know it will, like, afford me loads of things, but, like, you know, like, just in terms of, like, like, stage, like, the cinema and stuff, like, oh, I can actually just go to the cinema with my wife again and not have to, like, arrange it. Um, but also, like, I can't, like, do, like, two nights away from him and I miss him like fuck. Um, so, yeah, God knows. Yeah, I, I can't think about Eddie moving out. Yeah, so my hope is that she'll never move out. Yeah, sure. it's fine. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be home forever. Well, the economy will just be fucked by then. So, so yeah, I have no choice. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed we're in such a shit. Like, she has to stay at home then. Yeah, man. I'm praying um, for another another <laughs> couple of recessions. <laughs> we reckon one's not enough. It's got to be like a few. No, really, no, no. I, I need a double dip. Really hammer just it to out. definitely force her to stay home. And obviously, she won't be happy. But I'm like, look, you know, we can play Monopoly now together, isn't that? No, you don't want. No, you're 18. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, after like day three, I'm like, okay, I've had McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, I've got three day hangover, and I've. I don't. I hate games now. So, <laughs> yeah, midway through the week, I'm like, "This is okay." Now I need to go for a massive detox. Yeah, I'll probably do like suddenly do those are running. Then I'll, I'll, it'll be it'll be a. I I'd probably be dead by Thursday. Yeah, if it started on a Monday, it, it, I'll just would have done too much too soon. Yeah, I mentioned. I think I mentioned this before Christmas, and I was saying like one of the things I would like to do over Christmas is watch a film in the afternoon. I think that would definitely yeah, be yeah. honest. You can't beat that. Yeah, man. The ultimate <laughs> fucking extravagance. <laughs> yeah, well, well, what a lovely Christmas treat, though. Just Well, no, I never managed to do it. Didn't find the time. No, I mean, I, no, I had an horrendous Christmas, but <laughs> imagine. Imagine, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah it'd be nice. Do you thing. know, go on. one of my best birthdays recently mm-hmm. was when you went Spider-Man on PS4 oh, came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it, so I took the day off, like, because it was my birthday, I just thought, I'm going to take the day off this mm. time. And the kids weren't at home. And then Chen surprised me because she bought it for me, and I didn't know it was mm. coming. And it was a brilliant day. It was the best day ever. <laughs> I really enjoyed that day. <laughs> I just sat there and played that. And then we got takeaway, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, it's just simple things, oh, isn't yeah. it, sometimes? Yeah. yeah. This this is semi-relevant. I feel like this is worth bringing up. So the the... The gift I've asked for for my birthday this week is um, two minutes to yourself. Hey, yeah, well that be well that be nice, lads. Eh? Imagine that. <laughs> um, no, it's so this is something I saw an advert for it ages ago and rolled my eyes at it. 
right? Because it's it's pure capital G gamer shit, right? And as time has gone on, I've realised I really want one. It's, oh, the, it's one of those little. It's like a little table that you can just put on the sofa, and it's got a bit for your drink with like a self-balancing oh, yeah. <laughs> self little cup holder, little cup holder that balances, <laughs> and then a little bit for your snacks. It's got a contactless, you know, wireless phone charger on it. Oh yeah, and I was just like, I've never seen one of oh, these. Mate, oh yeah, I've seen adverts on Instagram. That's great. So, that, but well, because the, there's like an official one, right? And then the, I found like a knockoff. An official one. There's like, yeah, well, you know what I mean. The there's like the, one, the original, the, the, the <laughs> gamer one. No, the, sorry, there's like an original one, is what I meant to say. Um, and then I found an Amazon knockoff, which looks like doesn't look quite as nice, but like in terms of features, it's slightly better. So, like the the original one doesn't have the wireless phone charger, for example. Um, whereas this one does. So yeah, I was just like, I said to Neil, I was like, look, I'm pretty sure this is what I want. Um, it, but even though it feels ridiculous and I sort of hate myself for wanting it. And she was like, all right, well, I'll, you know, I'll consider it. And then like two days later, I was like, have you ordered it? Because the last two evenings I've sat down on the sofa with a can of Pepsi Max and some fucking a bag of mini cheds. And I've just been like, where do I put these? Where the fuck do I put? I hate this. Where's my fucking little gamer table? I need. Can't charge my phone. <laughs> I fucking need it. So can't melt my bollocks off. Yeah. So um um yeah that's that's what's happening. That's amazing. I wonder if her friend said, "Oh, well, what did you get Sean for his birthday?" She's like, "Oh, nothing." She probably said, "Yeah, like, yeah just... say something, oh, something less embarrassing, like, oh, you wanted some yeah, porn DVDs.'" Or yeah, something, porn. You know? Yeah, she'd yeah. rather say either I forgot or <laughs> porn than say, "Well, you know." You know, this game, you know, the original, not the original, not the original. an Amazon it's one with charging. It's a knock-on, but it's actually got better features. So uh, who's winning? Also, can you send me a link, Sean? I will. Good. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, yeah, so that's Thursday. I can't wait to see that. Maybe I'll do an unboxing. That'll be my, oh, birthday, please my do. birthday stream. <laughs> unboxing the gamer table. <laughs> we need to do a deal and get a TCGS brand. Oh, my ones. God. That'd be... Have we got stickers? We haven't yeah. got any stickers, have we? No. We should get some stickers Not. made. Just in case. What, for the gamer tables? These are the gamer tables. Oh, can you imagine that? Imagine doing an advert for that and being like, I endorse this. <laughs> Invent and or product. <laughs> we could just buy a load in and put some stickers on them and then sell them. Well, no, we can just talk to the original manufacturer and say, let's... That's far know. too sensible, Matt. <laughs> or, or that. Uh, right, I think that's enough uh, embarrassing confessions from me. Do you want to do the socials, Matt? There's always time for more, but yeah, okay. So yeah, TCGSCon, uh, less than 30 tickets remain now. Mm. If you want to go to TCGSCon on the 2nd of July for Laser Quest, uh, up to four hours, um, a live show with us on stage and then gaming consoles afterwards, then please go to tcgs.co slash tcgscon. Tickets are limited, and once they go, then then that's pretty much it. Um on on the stream front, there's going to be no streams this week. Obviously, mm. uh, there is Sean's birthday where he's getting his gamer table <laughs> this Thursday. So no Sean stream. And uh, James finished House of Ashes last week. So go have a quick break uh, or short break and then Sean James will be back for more. But if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime Gaming. And if you, you can still go over to our account, still give us your free sub. We really, really appreciate it. Go over there and uh, yeah, give us your free sub. Um, on Dark Horse Tip... Um, we're, we're on last week's episode, James finished Dark Souls, and so this week it's. Did I? Well, you did, yeah. 
Okay. He did, yeah. Uh, so on this week's episode, this Friday morning, Dark Horse 37, it's called Law 2, where <laughs> um, little-known podcaster Sean Bell and his friend Andy Hamilton join Never the show to talk about Dark Souls Law. It, it, mm. it's, it's basically one of the best episodes of all series, so that is obviously not on this feed. Search Dark Calls on your podcast player of choice, and then you can watch that. Basically, there's two episodes left. There's this one's called Law 2. The next one after that is called Q&A. That is in the Dark Calls, as we know it. Um, Patreon, as we mentioned in the beginning, patreon.com slash TCGS. Uh, there is uh, exclusive monthly podcasts, talks overs, and April's, talk, April's uh, eight pound 50 and above tier is going to be uh we're changing things up but um do not support some h patron until it hits the first of the month otherwise you'll get charged twice yeah. um epic game store stuff if you're buying v bucks or rocket league stuff on console or pc or a game on the epic game store enter creator code tcgs and we get a very small kickback and the website is tcgs.co for links to our socials all our podcasts our discord tickets and and all the usual stuff Cool. Thanks for listening. It's been um, it's been nice. I've enjoyed this. Are we are we we're, we're full roster next week, right? And then is it the week? After? I believe so. I think it's the week after that. Things might be different again, but we'll see. We're very flaky this year, aren't we? With good reason. Yeah, we're, we're all been... over the place. But <laughs> a couple of kind of anniversaries to speak oh, about. God, yeah. So it's. TCGS is sixth anniversary on the sixth of April, but April's a very, very busy month for us. So mm. we're probably gonna do something birthday wise towards the end of the month. Yeah. Uh but just, you know, so this is the one year we haven't forgot about it. We have remembered, <laughs> but we're too busy. Yeah. But there will be something to celebrate sixth anniversary of that. And also our three hundredth anniversary three hundredth episode of this show, it also happens, I think it I think we've calculated it's like the ninth of May or whatever. Okay. The plan is we're gonna do a live podcast on Twitch. That's the current plan. Things may change, obviously, mm. but yeah, those are the two anniversaries. Sixth birthday, 300th uh, episode. We've got them covered just in different guises. Exciting stuff. 300 episodes. That's fucking wild. It is. It is a bit. It's mad. Too many, it? if anything. Yeah. We should delete some of them. Uh, I kind of want to. <laughs> I can suggest some. No. I yeah. reckon the first. <laughs> when do you reckon we really hit our stride? I reckon maybe the first. Hum- 290? <laughs> Wasn't it when Dave was not here? That's true. Well, oh, yeah, what a golden age. Yeah. Dave I mean, leave. again, fans yeah. of the golden age will be loving this episode. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Cool. Thank you very much for listening. Um, and, you know, just thanks for letting us be natural. Really. Really appreciate it. Oh, yes. We'll see you next week. With more probably Elden Ring and Kirby, because <laughs> there's nothing else coming out. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, everyone. Who knows? Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.